1: Ladies and gentlemen, aliens of all races. It is hotter than a than an MFR all over the United States of America. But it is hot as fuck here in the Academy because we are always dropping the hottest stuff. Oh week here. It is me, Demetrius Zerdos, fuck Star Wars. Really, no, just fuck Star Wars. I am not alone. I am joined by Cam E. Ho. The Sinister Minister. The man who goes to the gym at 5 a.m. in the morning. And I wish I could do that. John Enright. John, what is going on, buddy?
0: What's up, my friend? It is good. It is good in the hood and I mean, uh, you know... Uh, <laughs> It, it has been an interesting week and uh, yes, but ready yes. to talk trek, interesting and personal as well as trek life, of course. Uh, in case you live under a rock, this weekend was San Diego Comic Con, yeah. so man, it's Huge. just been a whirlwind week with all oh kinds of God. things coming out and everything going, yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, personal life has been interesting and good. Uh, getting ready for vacation next week, so uh, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to the beach, baby. The beach! Yeah! Bash at a, the beach. Yeah, well, I'm going down to Florida Bama line to Gulf Shores and uh oh, you nice. know the Redneck Riviera as they call it. The redneck
1: uh, Riviera. Yeah.
0: So but I mean the cool part is it's like so it's it's gonna be me and my my like my mom and my dad, they get uh they buy they buy this big they get I don't buy they don't buy they rent this big house yeah on the far end of Gulf Shores where it's more private beaches mm-hmm. so there's no like condos or anything so you're fighting for beach space you have your own section of the beach. And it's a house that can sleep by thirty people because it's got Holy like nooks shit. where you they got beds. It's got bedrooms on bedrooms. It's three stories. It's just it's a baller house, dude. God like,
1: dang it's man, it's a big house, man. Yeah,
0: well, but I mean, it's you got to figure my it's it's my mom, and my dad, uh-huh. uh all three kids and the spouses plus okay. the six grandkids, and oh, so wow, each, yeah. you know, so like my two nephews get a room, Jacob gets a room, my two nieces get a room. My sister and her husband, my other sister and husband, my mom and my mm. dad. I think my aunt's going this year, so if she's going to get a room. I'll get a room. Yeah, yeah there's,
1: yeah. there's a lot of room there, and
0: each room has its own shower and space, and, and then it's got a pool. So in a nice deck, and then you have your access to the beach. Oh yeah, can't get you know. that. It is super cool. So I'll leave uh, next Saturday. Uh, I, I I think I get to Florida, or I, I have to find a Pensacola. And I get there at 4:50, and then it's about an hour drive mm-hmm. to the house. Oh, um, that, that's so I, not
2: man.
0: Yeah, no. So like, me and my middle sister and brother-in-law, they are we're all on the same flight, uh, flying Southwest. Mm-hmm. And then we're going when we get to Pensacola, we're going to rent a car and we're just going to drive uh, to the house from there. And then uh, because by that time, mom and them will have been checked in, and because my dad is flying all the grandkids oh. on a private plane, you know because. Dad's baller like that. but
1: you He know, is a baller, man. Yeah,
0: you know, my dad is so, well. Shout was, out,
1: shout out, shout out, shout out uh, Mr. Enright Ball. Yeah,
0: yeah, Dave, David E. But, oh, David E's well, baller. Like, well, this is how baller is. So, like, okay, this past Monday, right? So, yeah. Sunday, he comes and picks up Jacob. I think I told you about that. He picked up Jacob um, Sunday mm-hmm. night. And Monday, because Monday morning, he takes Jacob and my two nephews uh, who live over in Carrollton. They all stayed at my dad's house, and they lived left out of Addison on a private plane and flew down to Kerrville, where his friend Chuck uh, has all these, like, cars and everything. So, oh, like, they Lord. went looking at cars and checking out Chuck's, you know, garage. Oh, he's got the all these kind God. of cars. He, and then, um, so, like, they got to all do that. And then they went to this place where Chuck takes his car to service. It's called, like, Max Auto in Kerrville. They had all kinds like so Jacob like dude Papa, they had a Ferrari super fast. That was so cool. Like wow. it's, it's just so he like you know that's like Ferrari's only front engine car. And I mean it's cool. I've never seen one in real life. So Jacob got to see a Ferrari wow. super fast in real life. He also got to see the Ferrari La Italia, you know, mm-hmm. and like and that sucker was is blue, it was beautiful, it's just a, yeah. So like he's getting to look at cars like that and go check out stuff and, and Jacob's
1: a Ferrari man.
0: Well, he got to go to the Ferrari uh, museum in in uh in Italy. So like Really? Oh wow, so yeah. My ex-wife yeah. And, and him spent a month in Italy. They went from Venice wow. down to Sicily and back, and in that process they went to the Ferrari museum and checked out everything, which is the world of Ferrari, all that fun stuff. So like he's partial to Ferrari for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my dad got a Porsche Taycan, which is you know the all electric Porsche.
1: Oh, he got he got he got a Taycan. Wow.
0: Yeah, you know and that so, thing. That,
1: that thing is ridiculous, man. It
0: is. I got to drive it over Fourth of July weekend. Nice, uh, nice. Dad let me drive it, and you know it's funny how he did that. But um, but like Jake and I agree, like Porsche is a Porsche, it, it, it's it they're all the same and essentially. Whereas like a Ferrari is the worst Whoa, bar.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! Easy, dude, easy, dude, easy, They're just elongated multi oh, bugs. No, no. no they're um,
0: elongated Volkswagen bugs. Jeremy Clarkson,
1: calm down, there, Jeremy Clarkson. Okay, listen. <laughs> of 1989 Porsche 911 Carrera S that my father has, silver anniversary edition.
0: I seen that car. And guess what? Yeah. They Beautiful. Chuck Chuck has a Porsche, not 9, uh, 911 uh, GT3, and they look very similar.
1: No gt Listen, listen, listen. No, don't the, the newer Porsches are they're they're heavier they're fatter okay you know no
0: they're elongated full spike and bugs oh god you know yeah you see it look you see it you're gonna look at it and you're gonna be like it is not not. it It is is. not
1: that it is not that Mm -hmm. a porsche is a piece of art
0: not a Ferrari or a, or a Lamborghini. Those no,
1: cars. like a Porsche and, and a classic Mercedes is also a piece of art as well.
0: Now, I will give you. I will give you a classic Mercedes is a piece of art. I'm, I'm not talking argue it there.
1: I'm, I'm I'm talking like a a beautiful nineteen like, like a nineteen seventy or nineteen like no was it, no nineteen seventy nine, but it's got to be the European version nineteen seventy nine four fifty SEL six point nine liter.
0: I'm not going to argue with you. Oh,
1: my God. It's, the most, it's one of the most beautiful cars there. It's ever. a beautiful car. Yeah. It's like even even I, I got a 79 450 SLC that, that that my uncle left to me. Love that car. But I had to get rid of those. You, you ever seen the old Mercedes where they have those bumpers where they stick out like right, right feet in front? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was like, yo, that shit's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I got a set of European bumpers on it. I put that mm-hmm. on the car. I put the, like the little rubber spoiler on the back of the SLC. Right. Oh, oh. Mm. It's a good looking car. Oh my God. It's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. So, but you know, you
0: know, you know who has the best, I mean, some of the best looking cars, but are also the goofiest cars in the fucking world? Go ahead. Alfa Romeo. I love alpha Romeo. They're, they're beautiful. They're great. Oh, but absolutely like gorgeous. sometimes sometimes it's they run like, like shit, but they look good. They run like shit. And sometimes <laughs> it's more it's more a function, it's more form over function. Where that's a basically, like,
1: that's basically what it is.
0: Like you get in, like you can't open a door all the way because of no. the face like, is like, no. like you, you know, <laughs> like, so like you gotta love alpha because like yeah. they don't they're like, we don't care, it looks cool. Like, looks good. Looks sure, good. the door doesn't that's open it. all the way, but who gives the, a fuck? It looks good, yeah. you know. You know, when it's closed, you're not opening the door yeah. anyway. <laughs> funny I mean,
1: story, yeah. Funny story. Back in the day, Saab and Alpha decided to pair up to like, well, that's where Saab created the uh, when they came out in 1993, they, they redesigned, no, in 1994, they redesigned the Saab 9000, which was a right. four door sedan. Right, right, I right. love those cars. Those cars are yeah. fucking awesome cars. They're
0: cool cars, man. Yeah, they are.
1: Yeah, even even like the old classic, like nine They're just mm-hmm. so quirky and awesome. Yeah. So. So Alpha and Saab were working on this, and and Alpha's like doing like the design of the car. And the nine thousand is a beautiful car because Alpha designed it. And Saab's like, okay, let's talk about safety stuff and other <laughs> stuff. And Alpha's like. You're talking about man fucking <laughs> shit out of there. So I was like, "Oh no. Oh. We, we can't be a part of this." And yeah, we got, got sob, who's
0: the, the ultimate of a function, function meeting with, with alpha with the alpha fo- with the ultimate of form and Four, not giving yeah. it and Oh to, god! Oh my god. Yeah,
1: god. so was like, "Oh, we got to pull out this part." Of your yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I mean, listen I me, but alpha dick the 164 sedan is a good looking car. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, and so I've got the 9000 out of it, which was oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, and let's be honest, like even uh, their their lineup right now, you know, their lineup right now, they've got you know the the Giuliana and um, yeah, you know, it's it's for a four door sedan. Oh, it's a beautiful it's, car. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're SUV, the Tonale. You know, yeah,
1: Tonales. Yeah.
0: Good lord, that mm-hmm. is, you know, just yeah.
1: I, I would. I mean, like to me, once I once I want to leave this godforsaken fucking state of New York, I want to find somewhere where this guy gotta be an Alfa Romeo dealership close by, so I can, t- so I can, forward. Yeah, forward. that's it. We have one. At is, Texas, Texas yeah. wins. Dude, yeah, I swear, uh, d- Taxes. Texas wins, so I'll have uh, yeah. Alfa Romeo and yeah and that that four C lo- that they have. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The four c the Stelvio, the other, the, the other, Stelvio, the other,
0: yeah. the other uh, SUV. Because mm-hmm. the Tonale is the new one that's going to be coming out. Yeah, and then so I mean, just all like, dude, that they, they the eights,
1: have the eight C from Alfa.
0: That's the eight C ooh. is <laughs> yeah yeah
1: that is that is sick. I mean, basically yeah. the, the eight C, it's uh it's a Ferrari with Alpha badges on it. That's yeah. It's yeah. a detuned Ferrari, but still, it's it's it still got Alphas, you know, mm-hmm. you know,
0: hands on. It. It's just Ferrari yeah. supplanted the motor, and so then that it as could as actually those... run.
1: It could actually run
0: properly, right? And as if you don't have like the Stelvio, the Giulia aren't enough for you, then you get the Quadrifoglio versions of those, which are yeah. like the luxury and souped up, jacked up. Yeah, like, that's, it's yeah, that's... worth double of what the originals are. So, like right now, if you want to get a Stelvio uh SUV or a Giuliana four door sedan they're about 45 43 grand a piece mm-hmm. you go to the Quattrofilo uh it's models, like 90 grand. it's 86 and 80 so yeah, i mean
1: but i mean but you got to look at what do you get you get like five you get like a lot of horsepower a lot of ass oh yeah
0: you're okay so like okay let's say you're getting the Quattrofilo um you know in the in the uh which is Stel- uh, Stelvio mm-hmm. you're getting uh 4 all wheel drive
1: yeah well it. Well,
0: you know, yeah it's you know, you're getting the 8-speed automatic transition. The uh, I think you're getting the, of course, you're getting the, like, you know, the four-leaf clover badge uh, because it's been classic. dedicated to that. Yeah, uh, you got a 50-50 weight distribution, independent suspension. Oh, my God. You're getting you, something you, like. Oh, my God. You can't beat that. The quality interior. You've got yeah. a race mode. You've got, a, yeah. you know, uh, dude, I mean, just some of the stuff. And then I think, Well, of really, um, course, know,
1: I, I would, I would fuck with it, though. I'd, oh, yeah. I would hop it off.
0: You, you I mean, but Pop it I mean, up
1: HRE wheels on it, just say fuck it, you know, just yeah, yeah do it. Yeah, do so it. like
0: it, but I mean, so for example, you're you're getting 550 horsepower uh <laughs> on that thing with a uh, 443 pounds of torque, 176 uh top speed, and a uh zero to sixty time of three point six seconds. That's in the it's Stelvio. A,
1: it's a fucking it's SUV. A, it's an SUV. It's an SUV. <laughs> It's an SU-fucking-V doing 3.6 seconds, 0 to yes. 0.60. Yes,
0: yes. Holy
1: shit, that is horsepower. Fast. 550 horsepower. Oh, my God. It's an SU-fucking-V.
0: <laughs> they do the same thing. Okay, so oh get God. this. Okay, it's, like, so- it's, like,
1: it's like the fucking Porsche Macan Turbo. The thing yeah. is, I'm, literally, I'm, I'm driving, I'm like, I had my old 4STI. This Macan would fucking smoke it, and it's a fucking SUV.
0: Yep, yep. Now here's Gugliana. They do this. It's same thing. Five hundred. Say so they put the same engine in the Gugliana. It's five hundred seventy. Five hundred fifty horsepower. horsepower Four door horse sedan. I love it. Four door sedan. One hundred ninety one speed uh, miles per hour top speed and zero to sixty in three point eight seconds.
1: The fucking Ford door sedan is slower than the
0: SUV. Yes. It's How is that even possible? I don't know, but it's because it, it's an alpha. Who knows what the fuck they did? It's fucking alpha. They don't
1: give a shit.
0: <laughs> I mean it's 0.2 seconds slower than the SUV, but oh it's got a God. it's got a higher mount. it's got a higher top speed at yeah, under 91.
1: It's, it's, it's probably geared differently.
0: Yeah. Now I, I was think... gonna
1: say, now the motors a was it a twin turbo V8?
0: Uh yeah, no, it's a V6. Oh, twin turbo V6. Yes. Uh um,
1: you know, you know something but it's easy, it's easy to make turbo cars faster. Yes.
0: Yeah, the so, only, the,
1: the only the only issue is with Alphas though. Both Man. of them
0: are V6s. Both of them are V6s. You
1: start messing with Alpha, start messing with Alphas, uh, yeah, it could <laughs> it could get expensive. Yeah. It it's be. not like it's it's not like BMW or Mercedes No. Where where you where you could do it, or you could be okay, or Volkswagen. Like, oh, but you're kind of taking a risk with it. With yeah, them. Like, you start because they're it so squirrely. They are. They so are. Squir- they're squirrely as fuck. That's that's the issue. Like, I mean, that's it, the only issue. I think. Cars. I
0: think. Uh, like, my dad got a you know a Range Rover, and I kept telling. Oh, him. Oh like, my
1: god, what is? It? I'm like, I dad, love ranges. I mean, I I love Range Rovers. Like, I get a
0: Defender in a heartbeat, but it's just they don't fucking run, man. Yeah, that's what I told him. He got a Discovery. Seriously. You know, like that. You know, the kind of the Ford. You know, body style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. got the air ride, and you know, it's got the you know arm engine. Thing. That's why he got it. He calls it Zippy. But like, you know, um in a beautiful blue color. But like, he's always wanted one, and he got it because he he had a Lincoln Navigator, but he decided he wanted this, and he ended up selling the Navigator to stick with the the smaller. You know, uh Nav- navigators raider.
1: are fucking slow, man.
0: Well, and that's he wasn't buying them for performance. He was just luxury, you know. So he's thinking luxury, you know. Range like
1: Rover's got more luxury than a fucking Lincoln. I'm sorry. It
0: uh, no, the Navigator, really, really. Mentality. I'm wow. telling you, man. Like these, like my mom the just Navi- got another. She just got the new 2022 Navigator, really, because um, she had a Navigator before. I'm telling you, man. man they navies got
1: these are where it's at. huh?
0: They've got both front seats have massage seats and you know the the mm. zero zero degree, you know, kind of. Where you can kind of feel like you're floating a little bit, and dude, I'm telling you, the quality of the material in there is great. You got uh, the AC and heated seats, and mm-hmm. dude, I'm te- and I'm, they don't, there's not a low end on no, the down, no, on no. the Lincoln. So like you come in, and then and then you only go up from there. Like you're yeah. starting at like 80 grand or whatever. Yeah, it's like
1: the Cadillac Escalades, same, yeah. thing, same same thing with the
0: Escalades. You know, but the escalate, but like, I'm going to be honest, having, because I was like, you, like, fucking navigator, what the hell? Yeah. Um, but no, their quality has been mm-hmm. like this. And then I get into the Range Rover, and I'm going to be honest, there isn't a huge, big difference. Really? Because wow. I mean, like, they have the massaging seats or whatever, but like, some of the stuff I'm going like, the navigator is a little bit better as far as the seat wow. comfort and, and things along those lines. So, uh, but you know, he got that, and I kept on. I said, Dad, this is like the worst rated car for like <laughs> being in the shop and shit. The only one that's anywhere that's just, I said, it's below an Alfa Romeo, Dad.
1: That's like,
0: that's how that's bad it is.
1: Terrible. And
0: he's like, uh, I was fucking like terrible. Well, my cousin Dennis had it, and he's always taken care of it. I said, I guarantee you, Dennis probably has that thing in the shop every other week to make oh, yeah. sure. It Either. doesn't break. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, you know. I said it's, I, it's I, the I, only.
1: It's one of the few cars you have to pervade the maintenance when you first buy it to make sure that, yes. that doesn't fucking. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, now, now, here's the thing. Now, if you get like a, no, if you pour like an old school like, like a, like an old like Defender or something, where it doesn't have a lot of shit to go wrong with it, right? You're gonna be okay because. Yes it'll it'll run forever and if you get like a diesel one like a, like a like a turbo diesel motor i got to fucking run forever and the electronics yeah. there's no electronics in it unless you put electronics in it and at least you're putting the electronics in it to make sure that it's running that's working properly right
0: yeah you're not putting some of this grilly shit in that today like no, it seems no. to break every other week or whatever <laughs> you know i mean oh my god so I mean, that, it, so you know that's uh, my dad so i mean he he makes choices uh, like his car choices you know like honestly he he has been He does very make cons- pretty good.
1: I mean like I mean like the uh, the on uh, that was a great choice.
0: Yeah well yeah like he so he bought it, Yeah, he bought a Porsche. Like, yeah. But like he's always been very conservative in his car choices. So like like when I was a kid he had an Oldsmobile 88, big old fucking boat, you know. Oldsmobile 88. Uh, yeah, dude, shit. I'm telling you. And then uh we we're out one night uh, as after our baseball game that I played, we went mm-hmm. to McDonald's and we are coming back home and a drunk guy um Rear ends the back of the eighty eight. Oh no! Of course, you know I don't. He was going like forty five or whatever on the road and did not, and no break, Like they were like they were like there's no break. Whatever. So he hit mm-hmm. us full bore at five miles an hour, and oh, like I remember, my mom got whiplash a little bit from it. And as kids, we were okay. My dad was okay, but like literally, if he would have gone any faster, they said that trunk would have been in on us as kids wow. in the back seat. And so from that moment on, my dad's kind of, he was always kind of wanting a bigger car just for safety. Yeah. And so like after that, his purchase was the Chevy Suburban, you know, and he was, yeah, that's big. Suburban. Oh yeah. And no, mind that, you, my that's dad is, big. my dad is five five one thirty eight. So like my dad is not <laughs> a big man. So it's kind of little, little man syndrome a little that's bit. That's awesome. You know, nah, nah, the, nah, Yeah. Sure you nah. Suburban, you can never so, Suburban. Sure. But he'd always get custom Suburbans, you know, white and he'd get the blue striping and blue yeah. interior. Yeah. He would do custom stuff with it and and all that, and then eventually, once it started not becoming, I you, know, you could you couldn't really customize cars as often as like he would. Um, he would just kind of get the nicer models of the Chevy. The Chevys um, didn't have the lay down seats, and Ford did, so he went to the Navigator. Navigator. Oh yeah. well, no, they went to the Ford expedition expedition yeah, you know you know because they had the push button lay down seats Mm -hmm. because he was getting older and my like a lot of times my mom there was a a flower distributorship in tyler and so my dad would drive up from louisiana take Mm -hmm. out all the seats and had built these things to buy like a shit ton of flats of flowers to fill the whole thing up holy shit and and bring it back he built this like structure to line them all up and like so he was carrying a whole bunch of flowers flowers, well we had a big yard at the time in the back home and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so my mom needed all the flowers so um so he did that and having the push button instead of having to wrangle the seats out Mm -hmm. was a big deal and it went flat all the way through so that's awesome and so then as he got even older it's like well i want to ride more comfort so he got the navigator you know and then this past year he got uh, a Range Rover, the uh, Discovery, which is his first kind of. Like, but he's he's getting all these classic cars. Like now, mind you.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got he's got the classics. Yeah. He
0: he's got like you know a '36 uh, Chevy five five, 5 coupe that he turned into a race car. He's got a '56 mm-hmm. Thunderbird that's period correct. He's got a '57 Nomad that's you know resto modded like just modern mm-hmm. and cool. He's got I mean he's got all kinds of cars like that. A '40 1940 Packard that is yeah. just. You know, super cool and modern, but you know, still looks the part. Yeah, you know, he's got mm-hmm. all these cars like that. So his his personal driver has always been more conservative and just kind of. Well, you yeah, know, I mean, you yeah, because yeah, because you would a- like drive down the road and go, "Ooh, look at that car!" You know, you um, know,
1: yeah, because 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 it makes sense. Because why would you want to buy something that's like when you're like, dude, I got. I always want to just just want to put it in drive and go, and I got. Yeah. And if I want to go fast, I want to fuck around. I got these other cars in there. I'm, which I was he, doesn't saying, do, which yeah.
0: he doesn't do. Which he doesn't do. That drives me nuts. By the way. So, but that—that's his his car. Oh, that's
1: that. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: you because know, he's so conservative. You know, I mean, <laughs> he buys that
1: Porsche. He doesn't even speed with the Porsche, does he? Uh,
0: he's no. Apparently, he's driving it to church on Sundays. Um, because by the way, the Porsche purchase was not a purchase that my mom was very excited about um Ooh. she was pretty pissed about it actually and so as a matter of fact when we were there fourth of july uh we were supposed to go to church early in the morning i'll,
1: I'll tell you i'll, I'll finish your because i'll tell you yeah. a funny story about about my dad buying his yeah. Porsche too because it's similar
0: yeah so like for my, my mom she she said if you feel like this is a, a good use of your money and he pulled this whole thing of like hey you know i don't do anything which is the story she told him like you know, a whale back to buy his first car that you don't do anything, you know, you know, go on trips, you don't go hunting, go go buy this first car. Well, now he's using that same logic on her to buy this. And she's like, I don't, she says, if you feel like this is a car that you need and it's a good stewardship of your money, then buy it. But you know, I'm not on board with this. He goes, okay, well, we got an appointment at 10 and this is the day before mother's day. You know? And so he's making, and he already made the appointment He's trying to get her on board, she goes and she's not having she doesn't ride in the car. She has not ridden the car yet. Really? He has had it since like Mother's Day, the day before oh my Mother's god, day. and she still has not ridden yet. So she's so that's how pissed she is about the car. And as much to the fact of like this, that before this live weekend, we're supposed to go. He took off early, he got in his Porsche and took off. Well, his <laughs> his SUV is out, not in a garage, and, and it's like it's there, and she can't find him. She's like Oh, he probably took that damn Titan can to church, you know. <laughs> like she was the big, oh, like yeah, like so she. He's
1: flexing. He's going to church. He's pulling the car. Like he's flexing with the Porsche.
0: Well, that's his old man car. Like you know that he only pulls he's, it out on Sundays to drive to church. He's you know? got kind of does a under
1: two seconds is his old man car.
0: Yeah, he's you know, a legend, he's, man. He's a fucking dude, legend. Yeah. That's my dad. That's so. So he's oh, and, in God. his older that's age. He's, he's, his his purchasing of his everyday drivers are starting to match his car collection a little bit that's so hey, good for it, him man. it kind of cracks me up a little bit how like he went from being super conservative and <laughs> to a, just range over discovery and a i yeah. can you know so and it's hilarious
1: yeah so so for just just one quick story then we'll then we'll get to star trek i know yeah but this is fun actually i got a buddy of mine who listens to the podcast i stood in his wedding he's a huge car fan so if we're talking about cars he's gonna because he likes cars and star trek so okay know, there you go I, I know greg will definitely listen to this hey greg so, greg Yes, manga what so so we were um so we were always younger but i was like 11 12 years all the time and my father i mean it was. i mean my father's working all his life you know he's been saving money and uh he wanted to buy a car always wanted a porsche love Porsches. so he goes to my mother he goes oh okay uh, i want to buy a porsche okay you know, I just, uh, you know, I've been working, okay, I, I want a car. And my mom's like, over my dead body, you're not buying that car because it's because it's not safe. I don't want the kids riding in it. Now, in the time, in 89, the car, unfortunately, didn't have any airbags. Mm-mm. You know, it was like it was an unsafe car, you know, I mean, seriously. So, my father's like, oh, okay, okay. So, what does he do? Behind my mom's back, he goes up to Don's Ford. Like, Don's Ford thing was the dealership we had over here. And they were, you know... They, they had like high end, like 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 BMWs, Jaguars, at the time. So if you and they're able to get a different cars, so they brought like three different Porsches for my father to to like to like test drive. One of the Porsches, he told me, he goes, "Yeah, he goes, he goes, because I, I think it was a ninety three or ninety four Turbo. I am like, you didn't buy the car. He goes, "No, I didn't like it." Like if you bought that car, yeah, that car would be probably worth like $750,000 right now. Yeah. They're like, they're like everybody wants like that year. like now They made it for like one year and they only did not make that many. I was like, well, whatever. Mm. But then he found the 89 and a psychiatrist had it. He literally took the psychiatrist took better care of the car than he did his own son. Wow. That's how meticulous the guy was about the car. And my father was saying, "So my father bought the car. He had to have my mother sign for it. He did oh. not tell my mother about it. So he pulls into the driveway with the car. My mother and grandmother are outside. They're doing stuff, you know, doing they're doing some landscaping. I'm playing basketball with my sister. And I see this black car." I go, mom, is that dad in that black car? If I bought those she's like, "Son of a bitch!" And like, literally, he pulls in, honks the window. Ah, you like it? You like? I was like, "Dad, it's a cool car." My sister was like in love with it, and my mom's like, she's just pissed. She won't say a word to him. <laughs> we all we all go inside, and she tells us, "Go upstairs right now." And she promo the fuck out of him. Oh my god! For like an hour, she almost she's like, I'm calling the lawyer. I'm having divorce papers being drawn up. Oh, that's how bad it got. Woo. And then when they went to go sign for the paperwork, <laughs> the, the salesman wrote the paperwork to like to the store. Now the salesman, I, I know him. He's a, he's a great guy. And he goes, Dimitri, your mom told him something in Greek, and it was it, it was not. I love you, honey. Okay, I, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so but my mother my mother oh actually my, my mom absolutely hated porsches like she would not like refuse but now she fucking loves them because she has we leased them a con and she was trying to like mm. she was trying to see because at the time you know she she drove my cousin's gt3 down and down in miami and she fucking loved it she goes it's such a nice car i like it it's fast it's loud it makes a good sound and it's got airbags i'm like oh my god mom, stop. <laughs> it's
0: got an airbag oh my it's, god. Got
1: airbags. The fuck it's got airbags it's a gt3 so yeah so now my mom loves porsches
0: yeah so well, yeah, we so go. like in the late '80s and early '90s, there was still not that safety stuff because that's when the V12 Viper came out with no traction control, oh, no airbags. So it was literally just an engine on a on a frame, and you just had. To I kind of want to get best one. You I, could. I
1: I, I, I kind of want to buy one of those. I mean, they're they're not they're not that right,
0: expensive. not that expensive. Well, uh, the V12 ones
1: though. Yeah, the V12. The ones yeah, that from, like the ones, the like old the school eight. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the first world. ones the nice. Yeah, I think they're like. I think they're like they're going for like 35 or 40 grand i think really? yeah i think so
0: hmm. well i mean there yeah, really wasn't that, much to him it was just an engine and a frame I mean, it was an engine and the frame that's all you had Yeah, i mean god, you I just drafted and held on
1: nasty oh my
0: god just <laughs> this is nasty oh my god like, no, man
1: oh my lord yeah so you put a v12 but,
0: on a frame with a badass <laughs> transmission just uh, y'all have fun
1: yeah, yeah. No suspension either. I mean, the suspension sucked. Uh, Yeah, I
0: mean, Mm -mm, mm -mm. why would you need suspension? You're going like 180 miles an hour (laughs) down the road. So fuck that shit. Oh my
1: god, I I I had to put a lot of money to suspension into 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 my fucking Mustang because came with a solid rear axle. Oh my god. Okay, the thing was like it was like driving a 1971 Lincoln Continental for God's sakes. Oh my god, body roll like a. So then I did the suspension work on it and had my buddy. Who I mean, like who, who knows cars really well? And he was driving it yesterday. He's the one that got started. I was driving it yesterday. He goes, man. He goes, I love this fucking car. He goes, it's 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 mm-hmm. tight. It doesn't. It just goes through it turns flat. It shifts good. He goes, man, you did a good fucking job with this car. I was like, you goddamn right, I did did a good job with this car. I'm like, yeah. So I, I said, I, I did my research. I made sure to put the best things in, 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 into the car. So, mm. yeah. You know
0: that sounds good man i mean car. well i mean we're almost 30 minutes in we've got mostly cars <laughs> so we should probably talk some star trek we should you know? we should probably
1: talk some star trek yeah we should because, yeah. I mean, there's so much there's so there much is. guys to all to all the star trek fans out there hopefully hopefully you enjoyed our our, our car talk and you learned a little something yeah.
0: so star trek car talk
1: star yeah. trek car talk baby so yeah I mean, I mean John, I mean so so we had here with Star Trek, we had a lot of news coming out of San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And right. just a lot of news in general because you know, you were sending me some links. And I'm like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah.
0: So I think what we should do, James, if you could, uh, at this point right here, um, you should kind of maybe combine our main point in our news. Yeah. So blow the buzzes whistle into the black alert. Um, and uh, do that. And that way, well, let me let's give him some space. Let's do it right now.
1: Okay, shouldn't be too hard. I'll do that here, and be back. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, oh no, no,
0: no, 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 no! Oh no, no! God, oh no! Oh, um, uh um, um, uh, Hang on, hang on! I can fix this. I, I can. Hang on, um, eh uh, um. Help! Help! There. So, uh, what we what we're gonna do is we're gonna take all the news that came out. So, dude, if you live on a rock, San Diego Comic Con just is, yeah. is on its last day today. But Jeez. most of the Star Trek news has come out and uh there is a lot absolutely
1: insane it's like drinking from a fire hose so our main point today is going to be covering
0: the news from this past literally from thursday to now is all this happened in these last few days though we're going to cover a few things that happened before then but um you know but for the most part you know we're going to cover things that happened um, in these last, from Thursday to now, mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. So uh, that's how we're going to start. So I think the first thing I, want, I do want to start is some pre Comic Con things that came out. Um, so uh, in case you didn't know, um, Star Trek Prodigy right now is on Nickelodeon um, because that's a partnership that Paramount Plus had with Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. So they ran it on Paramount Plus first, but now if you haven't, don't have Paramount Plus, you can watch it on Nickelodeon. But with that said, um you know they do have a season two already. Um, you know it says here they've actually um, Paramount Plus has ordered forty a total of forty episodes for the series, so there's still thirty more to come. Wow! So we're getting at least four, four seasons, seasons. of Prodigy. God. You know that's um, awesome. According to this, so I, I um, mean this
1: is I mean this is just I mean this is incredible. Yeah. You, you know, know just 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 with the with how much Paramount is putting into Star Trek. you know? Yeah, it's really. Spe- especially in something like Prodigy, which Prodigy was good, but it wasn't like Strange New Worlds or like Lower Decks, you know? Right,
0: but it was a good different, I think it was a good it, different take. On, I
1: thought I thought it was a great different take on it. You know,
0: I, I would say, I would say I would go, like, if we're talking about the five, Strange New Worlds was number one, easy. I would go Lower Decks, number two, Prodigy, mm-hmm. um, Discovery, four, and Picard, mm-hmm. five. Yeah, sure. you know,
1: that's how I'd rate the five shows that have been released. Yeah, I, I same 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 with me. The ranking's the same with me as well. You know, yeah, I mean, *Stranger Things* worlds world has to be the top of everyone's rankings. Yeah, it should. I be. mean, it was it was done it was done so well. Done was, so good, you know. It was almost perfect. It was. It was, perfect. yeah. It was the perfect
0: Star Trek series, you know. So. But, um, but so in an interview with uh, executive producer Aaron Walkey, that's where he said that they're getting at least four seasons. Ten, as we as we talked about, Paramount Plus has made the move to make ten episode seasons for every Star Trek. So we got at least thirty more to go with uh, with the current Prodigy lineup um, for now. Um, so which we're thinking is going to be after Lower Decks this so this fall sometime mm-hmm. and it says right now they have about 25 episodes in various states of production oh wow um, you know so there's a lot of different plates spinning because that's the cool thing about animation you can get stuff done in different ways and mm-hmm. you know you don't have to necessarily follow a filming timeline like you would a live-action uh, yes. show so uh, they they are talking about how each um, the, he talks about how each half season block of 10 episodes is going to tell its own arc which is part of a longer story so they're going to even though they're having 10 episode arcs there's going to be 5 in between that's going to tell their stories and so um then they're going to have a bigger picture as the whole thing so mm-hmm. it's a very interesting kind of um deep space 9 ish slash you know uh next generation type combination where you have that you're telling a serialized story but you're still going to have that kind of week-to-week thing, you know? And so, right now, um, even with fully, um, they have 40 episodes, he's not seeing a clear fix into the series. Um, And, you know, these characters are young characters. And so, he doesn't know um, if growing up is going to be the limit on how the show could go on. So, there's there's lots of things that could be happening. And this Mm -hmm. is that the crew could be even closing in on Starfleet with way aboard the Dauntless, so they're making their way almost towards each other like that. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Uh, and then, uh, so we're seeing and we're seeing them moving closer in that sense of they're starting to wear some of the Star Trek Starfleet uniforms and mm-hmm. you know gadgets. So it's going to be an interesting aspect to the show, and um, they we're even going to get more backstory. We're going to see how the oh, tel- nice. you know how the Tellarite. Uh, got into the Delta Quadrant, and
1: yeah, that's uh, how the fuck did a her right and Medusan get into the yeah. Delta Quadrant?
0: So, we're gonna find some of those things out, and um, you know, and, and and things along those lines. And so, that's and then there's gonna be some connections and legacy characters coming, so it's gonna be a very interesting thing because they've yeah. built something so far that you know is very intriguing and they're gonna continue to build on it, so yeah. I know you and I have both talked that I still haven't seen prodigy yet. i that might do that on vacation um or, or before vacation. But uh, I know you enjoyed it. You said it was good. It. it was good you know, and so um you know I I didn't see the end, so based off how it ended, do you feel like they're heading in the right direction? Oh yeah um, with the stories and everything and the Definitely. characters.
1: Yeah, I mean, because at the end, you know, they 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 everyone everyone came into their own at the end and it really, you know, like cemented, you know, like how, you know, how everyone now trusts each other.
0: Because Mm -hmm. in the
1: beginning, you know, they they didn't trust each other. but And they're ready, you know, like they're ready to go to the Alpha Quadrant and to basically join Starfleet, ready to be Starfleet. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do, what legacy characters they're going to bring out. They're going to bring in Seven, and they're going to bring in, like, hopefully, well, obviously they got to bring in, Chakotay, and obviously they have Janeway looking for 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 uh, for Chakotay for Chakotay. So it's going to be to, to me like the next thirty episodes are going to be really done, really, really well. You would hope. You know? yeah. You would hope. Well, I mean, listen, you know, you got to look like this. If if the same people who are helping on Prodigy are the same ones are helping on Strange New Worlds, doing Strange New Worlds and Prodigy together, but you know, you got to. You know listen, for, for for the first it was the first good season, so they can only go mm-hmm. up from that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so.
0: I agree with you. You know, I mean I'll just be interested to see that connection. Um, it'd be interesting like because it's Chicote and he's missing, does Janeway bring in Paris and Bolana and yep. you know, like it's mm-hmm. like, well, Chakotay's missing. Well, and then everybody's like, Well fuck, we're all on board because that's Chakotay. You yeah. know, so like do we get you know, those characters, those legacy characters. Tuvok as well. Tuvok and, mm-hmm. you know, all Harry Kim and all that kind of stuff. Ensign Harry Kim. Still being um, Ensign. Yeah. You know, I mean, do we, do we get those characters who are like, well, you're not going alone. We're coming with you. He was, you know, I mean, they spent seven years together almost becoming a family. So uh, is that the kind of legacy characters we're going to yeah. see? So I'll be interested to see it, uh, especially after when I watch the first season. Um, and then see where it goes from there. So uh, an interesting thing to kind of build on your title today that says, fuck Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> Simon Pegg praises Star Trek fans as inclusive, since the franchise has always been progressive, and he called the Star Wars franchise the most toxic uh, at the moment. Simon Pegg is right. They are. So. No,
1: seriously, Star Wars are... are you, listen, listen, you can even ask Star Wars fans that. Ask Papa Don What does Papa Don always say on New Force Order? Fuck the fans. Yeah. Fuck you guys. I fucking hate all you Star Trek. I hate all you Star Wars fans. He says that because mm-hmm. he knows because him, Spiro, the I know how fucking toxic star Star Wars is. Seriously. And to me looking at it, it's like, why are you guys so fucking toxic about it? You guys have a great sci-fi, you know, like, like enterprise there. Right. Why is everyone hating on it for you know, and and even like a lot of guys like 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 you would say like like Hamin hates the new Star Wars, which I don't blame him because it's woke as fuck, and you know it's just and he I remember an episode of Horseman, he dressed out Papa Papadon about that because Papadon goes no it was good it was good and you know Hamin kind of went off about that mm-hmm. so you know it's just yeah I mean like a lot of Star Wars fans they can get really toxic yeah. but listen so can Star Trek fans.
0: Oh yeah. No, the I mean, Star Trek
1: fans are toxic as fuck too.
0: They can be. And like, you know, one that one of the issues that's being cited right now is the fact that um Melissa Nevada, it, it, her Ortega's character, they're like, um, she hasn't come out as you know, she's she buys, She's straight, she hasn't said who cares? And, and, yeah. Um who gives
1: a shit? You you, know they're not I mean, not
0: labeling Ortega. I'm like, who cares? Like well, you don't,
1: don't have to label everybody. Yeah,
0: you know, why does there have to be a label, you know?
1: Um you know, can we can we just like Ortega's for being Ortegas? I mean I love Ortegas for being Ortegas. She, I, Ortega's like, is awesome.
0: Like Ortega's reminds me of my friend from college. Her name is uh uh like she's got several haircut and everything. Uh uh um oh shit. Um why am I blanking now all of a sudden? Botching the spot. I am botching the spot. But she was Botch she was a spot. friend of mine from the softball from the softball team, and um she just you know, caging us off, get out, you know, like you know feminist but like kind of guy but you know whatever and she hilarious as fuck and but was also one of those people who would take a bullet for you um you know and just you know it, it makes it makes you go but it doesn't matter i they're a good person yeah they're a good who person. Cares? who cares okay you know and i mean i i just i don't know i don't understand why people need to the feel the need to do that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, they got they got to have all these labels and stuff. It's like, well, why do we got label people
1: for? Yeah. The, how about this? I, I don't give a shit who or what they you know the. I, listen, is is this person a good person? That's all that matters. And the Ortega's character in Strange New Worlds is awesome. I enjoyed the shit out of her. It was done so well. The actress was was played it really well. Guys, let it go. Yeah, stop playing. Stop playing these identity politics. Because when you start playing identity politics, you start like just ramming identity politics down everything. It turns a lot of people off. It turns you know even turns people who even like like that kind of turns them off too. It's mm-hmm. like you know just just guys just just make stuff entertaining. Don't try to shove your fucking agenda down there. You know because they they did that with Star Wars you know thankfully thankfully strange new worlds you know they they kept it they kept it like old school track which was good mm-hmm. you know discovery they uh, i love discovery but right. I, just, I just i just i just i just go back to season 4 that was that was a fucking abortion that was so yeah, bad yeah it was it was it was fucking oh, it, horrible
0: and shout out to J L duga That's who it is. J L Dugas uh <laughs> sounded like she be in all Ortega. Um I knew it would come to me. It Took me a minute. Uh but yeah, J L, she's great. She she's she reminds me of like Ortega to the T. And it's like who cares, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think she's in a, I think she's in a same sex relationship or whatever. Or she's about to get whatever, cool. man. Good good for her. I, good for her. You found love. Get awesome. It. I don't get care. It. You know? Hope and she's
1: hot as listen, listen. Hope she's hot as fuck. Okay, that, that's it. Okay, you know yeah.
0: what I, mean? I hope you, know? you love each other. That's all exactly. I got, yeah, I that's a, yeah, whatever. So, well, but like, you know, that's the whole thing is like, who cares? Or take us, it was a good character, period. You know, yeah. I don't care, whatever. Like, you know, and that's it's it, it becomes and and you know, that to me screams, you know, people who are like, well, you have to be defined, you know, um, you know, and that's kind of more that left side. You know, politics of well, you know, you need to identify as this or that or why? Why can I can I just be? Can, can I, I just I, be?
1: Yeah, can I know? can I be John? Can I be Dimitri? That's all. That's who I want to be. I don't want to yeah. be anybody else. You know? I'm not
0: trying to be, and I'm not trying to make anybody else exactly be, be what I am. I'm I'm just being me. Mm-hmm. You know and that, and I don't I don't push my stuff on yeah. anybody. You know, that's that's all I ask. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, it, it has to make you feel good because Simon Pegg has been in all kind. He's been in, you know, Doctor Who. He's been in Star Wars. He's been in Star Trek. He's been in all kinds of sci fi and large, you know, cult classic type things, even his own, you know, movies, you know, as a cult classic, you know. Uh, Sean versus the Dead and, <laughs> and Hot Fuzz and you know stuff Hot like that. Fuzz. Dude, Hot Fuzz is so hilarious. Dude, oh my god, it's great. It's the dude, purest it's, British comedy, I think. There yeah, is.
1: dude, Simon Pegg is an absolute fucking legend. He's Ramon a legend. City. He's and, a legend. And you can't argue with Simon Pegg because he's done everything.
0: Yeah. He really has. And and the fact that he says that about it has to make your you feel good about your franchise that you put your star behind when yeah. someone like Simon Pegg says that. So, you know, um, good on you guys. Let's continue to be better, but let's keep being the good thing that we are. But exactly next one. This is this is when I said to you earlier in the week that I was like, let's go. Benjamin Sisko returns.
2: Why wow, yeah. multiverse
0: adventure. On the new ongoing Star Trek comic series from IDW, he's not back on TV for him. He's back in the comic series. Um, so Cisco
1: is back.
0: Yeah, so it's brought you by the start this the crew behind Star Trek Year Five. They are now doing wow. this one. Wow. Okay, so,
1: if, if if the crew behind Year Five is doing this, yeah. it's going to be fucking outstanding because Year be Five that was year five was fucking awesome
0: yeah so this is going to be called star trek number one starts in october 2022 this is a this is during idw's uh thursday morning uh san diego comic-con panel so we're trying to get into our star trek news here a little bit Mm -hmm. uh with comic-con so this is going to take place three years after ds9's what you leave behind and one year before nemesis
2: really that's
0: that's the kind of time frame we're looking at right here it's slotted um, and here's the official synopsis. Star Trek number one, is an epic, unprecedented adventure story that spans far across um, the reaches of the Star Trek multiverse, bringing together characters from across the galaxy in all eras and variations oh. of the beloved franchise, who must band yeah. together to prevent the mysterious murder of the gods. It's stardate 2378, and Benjamin Sisko has finally returned from the Bajoran wormhole omnipotent, but his godhood is failing with every minute. Sent by the prophets on a mission to the deepest parts of space aboard the USS Theseus, he witnesses the unthinkable. Someone is killing the gods. And only Cisco and his motley crew of Starfleet members from every era of Trek can stop them. So Cisco's going to be your main... Are. Yes, I'm getting ready. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I'm getting ready to read some of these to you, all right? So Cisco will okay. enlist a team of Starfleet members from every era of Trek and promises to... Treat Gene Roddenberry's creation as a living universe, according to Lancey. Uh This means presumably any Trek character from any time could show up to help or antagonize Cisco. So let the speculation mm-hmm. begin. In the final, not final artwork provided, Cisco's team included Doctor Crusher, a pre Nemesis mm. Data, and two new characters: a Vulcan named Talir and an Andorian mm-hmm. named Sato. And the ship mm. of the USS Theseus, There's no images yet or details of what class it is. So. Okay. So they they have some mock-ups of what Data looks like uh, to, uh, to Lear and Sato. And, of course, Beverly, as we know, will be that. So, um, Beverly. And this will um, – it was reported that September ID will, pre- special, uh, will publish a special one-shot comic uh, celebrating their foreign issue of Star Trek. Uh, this comic will feature a number of short stories, including a prelude story that leads into Star Trek Number One, and comes from the same creative team. IDW has provided us with two color pages, and so they show here like there's two color pages of what it looks like, and it's a, basically a guy with you know not, you know blank eyes, but he's like standing on a ring around a planet in in, in space, just like, and then the sun comes up and he's mm-hmm. just standing there like looking like. Okay, interesting. Um, so you know that's that's uh, the latest on IDW. They're going to be starting Star Trek number one, and it's going to be Cisco and that's those awesome. characters. So uh, Triple D, how do you feel about this?
1: I'm fucking jazzed up for this. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you t- you told me the guys behind Year Five are behind us. it's going to be awesome, and I can't wait to see the interaction yeah. with Cisco and. All the Starfleet members from different times. How he's gonna like? Obviously, obviously they gotta throw Kirk in there because you know Cisco loves Kirk. Now is Kirk gonna go against Cisco or is he gonna help out Cisco? You know that's what I want to see. Are they gonna bring back maybe some of the Enterprise C, Captain Garrett? Um, um, Yeah, maybe. uh, No, did they say enemies too? Did they say enemies as well or? John, did you hear me, John?
0: Uh, yeah. You started to slow up a little bit, but now you're, you're oh, back.
1: Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah. Um, the enemies are they gonna have enemies as well from oh. from different times?
0: And that's what they said. Who's gonna come antagonize or help? Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be the commander.
1: Thing. Are you gonna have Commander Krug from Star Trek Three? Are we gonna have you know just the Gorn? I mean the Gorn, Cybok. I mean. Who's gonna? Uh, that's what I'm jazzed about. Who's gonna be there? And let's be honest,
0: I'm jazzed about to see what this thesis, USS Theseus is gonna look like and what kind of classes. Well, of course it is. you are. I, I mean, and it's a well, multiversal. You've got a hard on for the ship. Oh, you know I do. And Cisco, so it's like Cisco in a brand new ship with people from all over the era. So how is that gonna work? You know, and timelines and things. And so I'm interested in seeing this um, just from the standpoint of ship design the technology behind it in an uh, um, omnipotent uh, Cisco.
1: Omnipotent Cisco. I mean, he's like, like Q.
0: He's yeah.
1: Like, like Cisco's like Q, except that he's not right. He's but a I, dickhead.
0: so I'm interested to see how all this works interacting with a pre nemesis data uh, post nemesis, Dr. Crusher, you know, and Amazing. then you've got these two other new characters, a uh, 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 Vulcan and, uh, and Andorian, which are, you know, opposite sides of the spectrum. Back in the old days, yeah, you know? yeah they are. So, you know, yeah, I'm interested are. to see how that works, and, and it's going to be fun. And, and who knows what else is going to be involved in other characters? So, um, you know, like you said, IDW. I still, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Christmas and her birthday to get those uh, um, season, year five books. But from everything you've told yeah. me about. Them, they look amazing, and they look good. So oh, they um, are amazing. I can't wait. I cannot wait. So uh, this will be fun um, to do that. So actually,
1: actually, speaking of IDW, as I wanted to check up on, I think, uh, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. No, it's actually DC that actually did this. They, um, I guess they came up with the Batman 89 comic. Mm. Basically, it, it took like, from like from from the end of uh, Batman Returns to like where Harvey Dent becomes Two Face, where it's like, um, oh god, what's his name? The guy that played Lando Calrissian in Star Wars,
0: Billy D. Williams.
1: Billy D. Williams, yeah, it's that era. So he becomes Two Face. It kind of shows that, you know. So, so I got that coming in. But similar to IDW, it's like all the comics there from Batman Eighty Nine. Nice. So, so yeah.
0: nice. So. You know, I, I'm You know, comics they allow us to expand the universe and tell stories and mm-hmm. fill in things when, like we we really couldn't take a Cisco of that era and, and de-age him and bring him back because it would be oh. too expensive. But comics allow us to do that. You yes, know? they do. Um, so that's very very cool. So, um, so William Shatner and Paul Wesley got to meet this weekend um, uh, at Comic Con. Uh, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, William Shatner. Um, you know, on uh, Thursday morning, he kicked off his day by being immortalized in cement with a handprint ceremony. And he was introduced by Paul Wesley, um, who introduced him into the hand, the handprint ceremony. So they had a nice handprint ceremony to commemorate that he's, you know, been a big part of San Diego Comic-Con and Star Trek for a long mm-hmm. time. Paul Wesley interviewed, introduced him and you know, got pictures with the two Kirk's together. And then awesome. Shatner signed his name and put his handprints in cement, mm-hmm. and you know, so that was very, very nice, um, which uh, was was very, very cool. But then later that day,
1: <laughs>
0: as um, you know, as a, as William Shatner is introducing the movie about William Shatner um, by <laughs> William Shatner, um, yes, you know, um, which is you know because. Legion M was the sponsor that morning. Who is the company that's saying, you know, we're we're gonna fan, you know, we're gonna fund this movie, and yes. you get, you know, you're gonna get a percentage of the movie if it makes money. Yeah. You know, and we all know that's not gonna make money. So uh, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so during that, Shatner, he was at his panel, um, talking about you know his movie and everything, uh, and he he told the Hollywood Reporter. Um, that he revealed that he believes no new shows in the franchise can rival Zone. I got to know creator Gene Rodberry in three years for the He's world. not wrong. Shatner said he said he'd be turning in his grave at some of this stuff. Um Shatner also spoke on Star Wars, though he apparently not a fan of the franchise. Fuck Star Wars, but not Mark Hamill, he said.
1: <laughs> He's right. Yeah. I like Mark Hamill.
0: Yeah. So uh and on his trip to space last year, which he took very seriously, also became a frequent topic of discussion during the panel. I went and I vowed that every moment that I spent in space, I would not be playing around in waitlessness, but looking out the window and trying to get an impression. So uh some hot words from uh uh their old, old Billy uh he's, Billy Shatner here.
1: He's not he's not wrong. You know? Nicholas Nicholas Mayer and Gene Ronberry got into a knockdown drag out fight at Star Trek VI for the Battle of Kimmer. Because Ronberry mm. goes, There should be none of that shit going on. There should be no this, you know, like literally where Nicholas Mary basically told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he told Gene Ronberry basically shut the fuck up. And like literally, it was like, I think it was like a week after that like blow up that they had, Gene Ronberry died. Wow. Nicholas Mary, he kind of felt bad about that. So and and, and Sh- Sh- Shatner's right. Look at the original series. The original series, you know, there was there was hope. There was you know there wasn't this dystopian you know future and Star Trek this big evil organization like like it is, and all these new Trek series, you know. No, he's right. Gene Roddenberry would be spinning in his fucking grave right now. Yeah. Gene Roddenberry, he'd be, he'd be like Rip Rogers, come down with the kendo stick, be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're all wrong as fuck. Get the fuck out of my freaking writing room. That's what Gene Roddenberry would tell them. You know, and he, Shatner's not wrong. And I'm sorry, you know, listen, you may say that the original series, yes, okay, were, were the graphics corny, were, it Was yeah. But story-wise, the stories from the original series – Except for a few episodes, which were kind of mailed in, bar none, probably are some of the best, well toed TV episodes ever. You're talking Balance of Terror, Trouble with Tribbles. Mm-hmm. Oh God, City on the Edge of Forever. That's it. You know. Yeah. You, good luck. It's like it's like it's like someone, and you go to a wrestling show. The first match. They put on this fucking burn burner. They take up all the falsies. They do all the high spots. It's like, all right, boys, follow that one up. That's what the original series did. Yeah, it really did. And then on top of it, too, then you have the movies coming out, too, on top of it. So Next Generation is trying to follow up, you know, Wrath of Khan, uh, Search for Spock, you know, Star Trek IV, the, The Voyage Home we are yeah. not gonna say Star Trek Five, no, but you it. know, but they're trying, you know, to try to follow that up. and it was tough. you know it was really, really hard to follow that up. It's much yeah. hard to follow up the original series as well because it was just tough. and even though the first season they did have Gene for the first couple of seasons, but Gene was so coked out of his fucking mind, okay, <laughs> He didn't know what the hell was going on, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's the reason why the first couple of seasons of next gen are so fucking horrible. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, I mean, compared to the original series. No, there's, there's not, there's not a Star Trek series out there that can compare it to it. The only one that I would give that I would compare it to would, you know, the two, I I love D space nine, even though D space nine, it was serialized a lot, but there was always hope in D space nine. Mm-hmm. There was hope. There was that feeling, you know, that 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 everything's not dead. You know that there's hope, and that that we're not living in some dystopian, you know, universe where everything is evil, right? And strange new worlds, obviously. So he's not wrong,
0: and also too fuck Star Wars. I mean, he's totally right on that. Yeah, know, but yeah, which which I, I do have, I, and I, those are just snippets, but I do have the full panel. Uh, Kevin Smith actually was the moderator for the panel, um, <laughs> which, good Lord, you know. Um, good God almighty, man. There's a lot of nerd on there, man. Yeah, so, like, one of the Woo. funny things that was asked was when Shatner, he asked why now for the documentary, and he says, I think the panel should be a mixture of fun and some serious – oh, no, sorry. Uh, yeah, fun and serious stuff. This is serious stuff. I'm 91 years old. The yeah. time's going on, and although I just got a ho- I got off a horse yesterday morning, I was up in San Francisco in a reigning competition Tuesday and Wednesday. What? Riding. Riding a reigning horse is a very active thing. And I don't know if I'm into this, but I'm 91 years old. Oh and the breath God. is going. So Dude, he, I'm hoping I can fucking make it. <laughs> so why now? <laughs> because my breath is short. I'm 91 years old. And this wonderful gentleman pointed to the producer of the documentary came along in the nick of time. Because all these autographs I'm doing are going to be worth a lot of money when I die. And the documentary of my life, I think. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, how...
1: that's, that's why I got the sign uniform right, right now.
0: And the documentary of my life, I think about how quickly – You'll sell it if you die, like, on the panel. And he faints his death. And he says, <laughs> imagine everyone's good fortune if I actually die right here. And then Kevin Smith, none of us would want that, sir, but that would be fucking amazing. People that would weird. be like, he died the legend he was, you know? Dude, so. he is a
1: fucking le- Dude, he is. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just. What, I mean, what can you say about William Shatner? That? I know. He's, he's a fucking legend. Yeah. He's a legend. There's no yeah. one, to, I, I mean, yeah. to have two iconic characters. Actually, like three or four kind of characters. I mean, TJ Hooker is iconic as well, right?
0: Captain uh, Kirk, you, uh, uh, Denny Crane,
1: Denny Crane. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Denny Crane and Captain Kirk. There are people that grew up in the 90s that you know they grew up in the early 2000s watching Boston Legal, they had no idea that, yeah, William Shannon was Captain Kirk. I know. Then when they watch old Star Wars, like his old Star Trek is like. Is that William Shatner? It's like, yeah, yeah. That's William Shatner as a young man. You
0: damn right it is.
1: Dude, he got a lot of pussy back when he was younger. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's William fucking Shatner. I, you know, it's like we said we we thought like you thought Danny Crane was a better character than Captain Kirk. I did. And I had to grind my teeth and be like, you know what? I think you're right. Because yeah. Denny Crane is just William Shatner turned up to 10.
0: Yeah. And what does Hamid say? Like you, the best characters are the ones that you take yourself and you crank it to eleven. Yeah, that's you know?
1: and that was Denny Crane.
0: Yeah, exactly. I
1: mean, just the stuff that
0: came. Just oh my
1: god! Oh uh, man, I I, I, I want to go back. I want to watch Boston Legal again. Oh, I, I told you, my son's doing it oh right. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's just some of the, some of the stuff that just coming out of there.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, there's there's so much good stuff. I mean, Shatner's a legend. They asked uh, director Andre Filipe on his vision of the film. He says, I've been a fan, obviously, for a long, long time. But now that I get the opportunity to get to know Shatner on a level, I'm really a fan of Bill as a human. Yeah, I'm really a fan of his observation of life, on nature, on the universe, and all these connections. These things that connect us all in a sort of strange, mysterious way. So I really started thinking about what is the best way to make a film about Bill. And that was thinking about his wonderful autobiographical songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. yeah, Rocket Man. Yeah.
0: yeah. And there's these things that come up after 91 spins around the globe that are really meaningful to you. So basically, I decided to structure the doc around a number of songs and delve into the essentially a number of themes that I felt oh, were really important to Bill. God. So the film is a, really a celebration of Bill the Human and his career of course, but it's going to be a very lyrical film, a very poetic film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that, that is, that is,
0: it's, yeah. just, it's awesome. Yeah. So then it says, Fucking fun with Star Wars and Trek, keeping with his promise to make fun with the series. Uh, with the series, there was a lot of talk about Legion M, the fan owned production company behind the dock, with Shatner praised mm-hmm. for its innovative approach. But things continue to swing back and forth of fun, including Smith Charlie Saturn to a foul mouth contest, along with him gutting him into saying fuck Star Wars, which <laughs> Bill did with I say fuck Star Wars, but not Mr. Mark Hamill. Mark and Hamill's
1: a fucking legend too.
0: He, he is a legend too. Joker okay. The Joker, jo- I
1: mean, yeah, the Joker from from Batman. The trickster on the flash. You know, both times. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. wait a minute. He was a
0: trickster on the Flash? He was on the original, like, 19, you know, they had that one run and then, like, yeah. 89 with, yeah. uh, you know, he was the trickster there. And then they really? brought him back on the WD, uh, WB Flash as the trickster. Oh, again. Yeah, he was a trickster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like, dude, and legend, legend. Legend. I mean, just, you know, and so all that kind of stuff. No. Uh,
1: the Joker from Batman, the animated series, that what he did was just that the the voice it's just it's unbelievable that and then when he did batman the killing joke when they when they when they made the um oh god the uh, the movie uh the graphic novel which the novel is just the novel is great it's yeah. gory and it's it's very you know it shakes it like i read i was like oof i said this is this is this is nasty but mm. if, him voicing like mark hamill voicing the joker and then Kevin Conroy voicing Batman in that, oh, it was like it was like childhood for me. Watching oh yeah, that. It was just, oh yeah, it
0: awesome. It's great, you know, when they do that kind of stuff. So, but uh, during the Q and A portion of the event, a fan had suggested for the curse off bringing back the famous line from Star Trek IV, where the actor call added a bit: "Colin Smith, a double dumbass, <laughs> double dumbass on you, replied. double dumbass on you." Yeah, um, and he and they, Shatner asked if he thought the were stand out performances after Star Trek: The Original Series caught his attention. Shatner was quick with the deadpan reply, nothing. And nothing. more into the last." So, and he goes, there were times, you know, I, and he talked about that's where he talked about uh, he'd be turning over his grave and the stuff was, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for Rodberry Then
1: did they? Did did he give his opinion of Paul Wesley as playing himself, playing Kirk?
0: Uh, that is not listed here. Okay, but uh, I'm sure. The, I think I read somewhere that it was he. He liked his his uh, portrayal.
1: I actually enjoy Paul Wesley being Kirk. I I thought yeah. I, I thought he I thought he did a good job.
0: I really did too. Yeah. It, says, it says after when he made that announcement, after getting some groans from the audience, Shatner quipped, "Oh, don't give me O. What do you know? <laughs> I know it all. Smith asked if bill asked Bill if he wanted to return to his roast, but the constant professional pivoted back to praising Legion him. So uh you know I think in the long run, Shatner's a legend. You know, he his panel, yeah, it was it it literally was Shatner on Shatner. It was, but, it was
1: Shatner on Shatner, yeah.
0: You know, I mean that's
1: Shatner on Shatner on Shatner.
0: With Kevin with Kevin Smith as the fucking moderator. I mean just with with Kevin Smith. Trying to be like Shatner
1: to get Shatner to be like Shatner, uh,
0: yeah. On top of everything,
1: so on top of on top of everything.
0: Yeah. But you know, I I think you have to you have to agree that oh my God, Shat, William Shatner is just a legend. He is. He is. He's, he's a the, legend. He's the there's, there still, there's Yeah, he's everything. So as a
1: as a as as an actor, and not even that. I mean, he's a Shakespearean trained actor. I mean. The guy can go out and just literally just do anything. That's how good of an actor he is, and mm-hmm. he does he does not get the credit that he deserves. No. I'll tell you the truth, Airplane Two. If he wasn't Airplane Two, Airplane Two would have sucked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he, he did a great job with that. Oh I mean, my god, I seriously just,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so, god. so our next story, uh, Triple D. Do you remember a while back we talked about the uh, the the Tommy Prestige, uh, USS Enterprise NC uh, 107, that you could show. Um, the disc separation is a massive ship, yeah. Um, and they so, wanted yeah. to crowdfund it for like a million dollars or whatever, yeah. The,
1: and the ship was was how much to buy?
0: It's it, It'd be like 500 dollars or something like that, yeah, some crazy, you know, uh, yeah. uh, or no more than that, but um, mm. I forget what it is. Um, they Did it- they, Did you
1: get the million?
0: They got one point two seven four seventy five million, and they still are you have, kidding me? And this is as of July twenty second. They still had two days to go on July twenty second. So today is the last day to get oh in on the Tommy God. funding, and where you could get, yeah. Um, you
1: know, uh, so 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 basically, you pay money to the company to build it, so that you can have a chance to buy it, right. So if you contribute a thousand dollars, so you get this freaking link to go
0: and buy it, then you gotta pay another five hundred dollars for it. Yeah, but I mean, it even has shuttlecraft in the back end. It's got, but I mean, it's it is you know, it's got the uh, the lights. It's got okay. Know, it's it's a one three hundred fiftieth scale model with the lights. Got,
1: that's fucking
0: big. It, it, it's 34 inches in length and weighs over 20 pounds. Oh, my God. Fully assembled. That's
1: you know? huge, man.
0: Yeah, it says it will come fully Holy painted and detailed, will require minor assembly, and will be outfitted with realistic sounds, lights, and motor effects triggered by invisible switches on the primary and secondary hulls. Oh, halts.
1: my God.
0: The replica will include three shuttlecraft models decorated to match three of the TOS shuttles and a standard that is, a standard is capable of supporting the model in both joined and separated modes because uh another unique feature of this replica is that the primary and secondary house can be displayed either together or separate. Hmm. Um and so yeah, this thing it's a the each unit will cost five nine hundred ninety nine dollars a piece, so six hundred. Um, and the replica is expected to be shipping to donor, donors in summer of 2023. Can you can you buy it if you do not
1: donate to it?
0: Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say here. Um, I'd have to go. I'm gonna go check the page. But it says it's it ends at 10 p.m. Pacific time today. Yeah. So
1: so it's over by by now. No, because it's oh, 10 no, p.m. Pacific. Oh, time. Pacific. Okay. It's
0: Pacific. So that would be like midnight my time, one o'clock your time. Okay. So it's okay now. This is the most up to date. Look at it. 1.6 million dollars has been raised now four and there's five hours to go. Um, do, 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 do. um it says does not say I would imagine um you imagine that they want to sell it to everybody. Right. Okay, so here's here's what you're gonna do. So like if you can uh so if you choose the five ninety nine you get the Star Trek replica you know, and and most people have gotten that um, at that cost. Then there's a captain's level, which is $1,198. <laughs> and... It, captain's it's, level. You get two, and then you can get three of, you know, three of the ships. So, three of the ships? Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. What are you going to do with three of those ships? are huge. I don't, I don't
0: know. But 65 people have claimed that. Um one thousand seven hundred ninety-seven dollars. Yeah, Why?
1: Because they want to turn around and they want to sell
0: them. Yeah, smart. So sixty-five people, capitalism have have claimed the three prestige ships. Uh, one hundred fifty-one have claimed two, and two thousand three hundred five have at least claimed the one.
1: That sounds well. So 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 basically, you don't. So you so you so you click on the five ninety-nine you're basically purchasing it. Right. Yeah, okay. but
0: you but you would only get charged if they reach their goal, which they yeah. have. You know, so they've reached not only the cost, but of the amount of people. So they needed 2,000 backers and they got the 2,000 just on the one alone. Yeah. Course, I mean, then they got the 151, the 65 on top of that.
1: So yeah.
0: uh, so they've got their total back.
1: What's the website again,
0: Jeff? It is StarTrek.com. Tommy T-O-M-Y oh, dot man. com. And it's the 32-inch Star Trek replica diecast that they basically crowdsourced. So you're sure. you're so yeah, so it looks like you're buying one of these by crowdfunding it. Um what was it again? What was it? I'm sorry, Jen. Uh Star Trek dot uh-huh. Tommy T-O-M-Y. T-O okay I got you. Dot com
1: Got it, got it.
0: So that is. Okay.
1: Oh my lord. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, $1,679,000. Wow.
1: That is. That's fucking impressive, bro. Yeah.
0: It's big. Yeah. I are you going to get it? Are you going to back it? Are you going to back it? I mean, the three shuttles alone are pretty dope. The three shot—you get the Columbus, but, the Galileo, and the Copernicus. You get
1: three Star Trek U.S. Enterprises for eighteen hundred dollars. What are you people doing? Hopefully, you can—we can sell two ships for like three grand.
0: Lord. Better hope. But I mean, when you think about it, you buy one at five ninety nine. You know, yeah. um, you know that's a that's. No, well, that's kind of on par. You're getting a little bit of a discount by buying three at seventeen. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah Ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a huge discount, but no. You know, it's not a I mean, because what? Six hundred bucks. You know, for let's say it's six hundred bucks, five ninety-nine. Let's yeah let's stop bullshitting. It's six hundred bucks for one, two would be Three would be eighteen. You know, with taxes and shipping, so you're you're saving three bucks. You know, uh, a little yeah. bit there um, by getting three, but still, you know. Could you turn around and sell that thing for a thousand bucks? Oh god, yeah. Easily, you know. I mean with the lights and, and the, the shuttle and the stands, the the what it does. I mean, you know. If this, you go
1: if you but, go to a convention, that's it. That's it. You are gonna you're 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 gonna sell it and you're gonna probably gonna sell it for two grand a piece, probably, because there'll be some, you know, there'll be some money marked, they'll see that and definitely will buy it. Yeah.
0: But I mean, so think about this. This today, right now, is the cheapest you could ever get this thing. Probably that's why.
1: That's, that's, why that's why I'm kind of like, Ehh. yeah. And I, I want to have three. Wait a minute. How many? So I got the Playmobil Enterprise. Yeah. Which other one did I get?
0: You got you got the uh, Tree Topper.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the treats offer. <laughs> and I've got, like, the mini, like, little golden one from Franklin right. Mint. Yeah. Uh, what other, what other originals do I have? I don't think I have any more miles of the Enterprise. I think I need this one. <laughs> I think I need this one.
0: I think you do, too. I think you do, too.
1: As Dimitri goes... Into his card information to start putting stuff in. So, I mean, so, so basically, I know, John, you're so happy. (laughs) so, I mean, like, I mean, like right now, though, I mean, right now, so, so it's going to end in five days. And how long is it going to take to
0: actually get these things out? Well, it won't, it won't go out until summer of next year. Wow. Okay. So, and it ends in five hours so you have 5 hours to make that decision and it wow. doesn't come out till summer of next year because they they haven't even be, they have the the the, the prototype and the mold but they haven't made any of them yet because they had to reach that that number well yeah obviously yeah you know so the, so they have not made any yet so basically they were waiting to see if this is something people would want and then in turn you know get it for um everybody that's you know involved and so since since they've met their goal these are going to happen now essentially so um but they said if it didn't you wouldn't but if you like if you bought today your credit card will be charged tomorrow but you would still qualify for today okay so so um that's that's how it's working <laughs> so um
1: by the way i, I want to get one next summer <clears throat> it's just I'm so bad.
0: Oh my god! Oh, you're gonna have an enterprise. I'm
1: yeah. I, I want to have a big one. Yeah.
0: Again, hold John just triple on. D to buy wait something from the show. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> wait,
1: wait a minute. Wait wait, 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 We gotta see here. Hasn't gone through yet.
0: And it going through. Yes. Yes, John got triple D to buy something else from the show.
1: Yay. Thirty-two yeah. inch starch. Wow. Dude, that's gonna be fucking impressive dude that's
0: gonna be epic as fuck dude you you're the man you are the man i try yeah so because, uh
1: <laughs> because 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 guess what i ain't got no fucking wife or kids fuck that man <laughs> yeah
0: go for it go for it dude hey buy your thing do your thing yeah so yeah you know. all right and i move the needle up too <laughs> Dude, you totally moved the needle. You've you moved, you moved the whole goalpost and everything. I did. I moved the goalpost. That's how So I, uh, Friday, uh, before the big Star Trek Universe panel, Strange New World star Anson Mount showed up to a different panel. It's for Scopely's Star Trek Fleet Command. If you have not played Fleet Command yet, it is pretty cool. I like it. It's a world-building MMO game. And the reason why is because Captain Pike has been added to the game with Strange New Worlds. Uh, ah. like you can get him, Una, Ortegas, mm-hmm. and I think you can get Spock, um, you know, you can get some of the characters from there uh, as well. And so they of course they talked about that. They talked about, you know, uh, the character season one finale and where he thinks it's headed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, this is actually Anson Mouse's first time at Comic-Con. And, really yeah he talked about shocking having, i'm sure i know well you know everything he, he hadn't really done sci-fi the inhumans you know came out when during covid and stuff it didn't last very long um and well then, he did
1: discovery though i mean he did discovery
0: right but he wasn't you know it was you know Nico martin green was the main character she, he was that seasons you know they said they were going to do captains for a little bit um so he was not involved with the comic-con he was announced at comic-con that he was going to be part of it but he, he was, but
1: he was, but he was a trek on Roga, though. He was in, in Taconderoga. Yes, he was. Yeah, so. because because yeah, because when I went when I went and did that during Trek Honduruga, literally, like they have autographs. You know, it's like from Anton now, You know, saying that you know, hey, you know, thanks for having me. It was great. Yeah. So, well, that's and, that's what, that's that's what we should do now. We should do uh trek on Roga next year.
0: Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, we go over be there because
1: because I think jg herzler was I, th- I think he was there when i was when i was there and pissed me off i, di- I didn't go i didn't go like meet him because what? i wasn't watching d space nine at the time Are i just got done watching me? voyager yeah oh man Are
0: i know. You me? You know yeah what and then we we take our phones and we do like audio interviews and either you know, ask you know questions and talk about it a little bit that'd be fun yeah but yeah, fair, yeah, so Antimat was there, and he talks about it. it's just amazing to a job where every day you say to yourself, "I can't believe I get to do this," and mm-hmm. getting to meet this amazing family that is a Star Trek fan base is a highlight of it. Um, uh, and, and when they asked when um when asked what was it that interested about Pike originally, uh, he said this is a very broad way of putting it, but if Kirk represented machoism and Picard represented intellect, I wanted Pike to represent the heart, and I really think that I uh, like. Uh, I really think that decision in the second season of Discovery to make Pike aware of his future was a very smart one because it took what a tragic ending and turned it into a more active choice. And that repercussions and the fallouts from that choice really helped put more uh, pins into this, who this guy really was. Yeah. you know, and, uh, and he talked about how the season one finale was a key pivot point, opening much more potential for the character. It says, in that last episode of season one, when old Pike shows up and shows him, he never says, you don't have a choice, he still has a choice, but he realizes it's Mike. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he says. But when he realizes what those choices are, there's really no choice. So I feel like, in that sense, having got past that now, the full-fledged pike, the whole self-accepting pike is really starting. And uh, I hope that we get to deliver that third act of Pike and find a new, uni- unique way of overlapping it with TOS. And so he said he also talked about how he saw. The final minutes of the finale, changing Pike's outlook on life. He says, One thing I was thinking about um, making the finale is how many stories with people who have been given a terminal diagnosis who will tell you, I've never been more alive. Because suddenly mm-hmm. all the crap you thought mattered doesn't. And I thought it put him in that space. So, you know, and, and I, I think so from this point forward, we're going to get a different pipe Because, you know, he struggled with things um, in his future. And apparently from this point forward, this is not going to be the case. Okay. So uh, I kind of like that kind of like it's the choice he's making and all that. And they did ask him about being in the MMO strategy game fleet command. And uh, he's like, you know, we work with our partners of paramount to create cool characters and storylines where we interweave stories into our game. So if Christopher Pike goes down to a planet and plays with their politics a little bit and we continue that story, so what happens next? For the episodic storytelling, the show is doing we can go and tell the sequel. And that's cool. Amazing promise of little screens combined with big screens is so we don't have to separate them anymore. So one episode airs on Paramount Plus and then you go try it in the game. So, um, and so he talked about how um, he's been hooked on games. since playing space invaders as a kid. <laughs> and he's a video game connoisseur. He thought it was pretty cool. He thought he'd pretty cool. I could play myself, you know, so, yeah. um, it, it's, it's, a uh, you know, it's very it's a mount. Um, ha, I mean, love him as a character, but man, he seems to be all on board as a person. Yes. Um, uh, seems to be like a really good dude and really yeah. is taken this, this, like the, the, the role of being a captain of the starship enterprise and, and being in star, a Star Trek franchise very seriously, but also very, um, What's the word I want to use? Um, like very humbly as well. He has, yes. you know, he hasn't been like, uh, you know, I mean, he's just taking it all in stride and seems like he's enjoying every minute of it. And I think you could see that in his portrayal, you know, when he acts yeah. on on the show, um, and that makes for a real genuine, cool moment that you know, when he does some of the things he does. So I've enjoyed it. What about you? How are you on Anson Mount as? you know pike in in his role in star trek universe dude he's awesome i love him i'll play plain, plain and
1: simple he's i mean what can you say he's such a great actor he brings so much to pike like like the comic relief the seriousness just his facial expressions everything the way i you know he's he's fucking awesome mm-hmm. antimon's a great actor and it's like i'm Happy to see, you know, that we have somebody in, basically, the flagship, you know, like, Star Trek series doing this. It's fucking awesome, Mm -hmm. you know. Great, great casting choice, casting Anson Mao. Also, too, his hair. I'm in love with his hair.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His hair is just... Although that's Amazing. not his real
0: hair. I mean, like, uh, his real hair is still nice. Like, in this picture, he's still got some nice hair, but it's not, like...
1: That's not his real hair?
0: No, it yeah. is his real hair, but, like, it's not, like, overly done like it is in the oh, show. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Like,
0: yeah. it is, like, he's got some nice hair still. But, like, I feel like it's overly done. It's it's a more muted, like, these pictures of him from Comic-Con are a little bit more muted a little bit. But it's still good. Yeah. Like, he's it's got good a hair. good head of hair on him. So... That's funny. Uh, but also, we get the Picard teaser and real yes. look at the TNG characters in season three and the posters. Um, of course, we get Picard. Of course, uh, another poster we get. We get Beverly Crusher. Um, we mm-hmm. get uh, which gates big and
1: still eats big fat and still fine. She looks as far, good, man. yeah, she looks good.
0: Yeah, Jordy LaForge, Lavar Burton looks great. Uh, Will Riker, you know Jonathan Frakes uh, in the picture. So in the picture with Jordy he's in a starfleet uniform still uh with with riker he's in he, we see the four pips, um but it doesn't look like a regular starfleet uniform so uh very interesting for riker there then we see uh uh, uh your girl marina uh, as uh, troy in there uh we oh, see a geez. gray gray
1: yeah Whoa.
0: In a uniform, but with the uh Balder coming across. Yeah. So he's in a Starfleet uniform, but with the Balder coming, so but a gray a gray wharf. So Michael Dorn uh, looks
1: good. I mean like the the, the makeup Everything looks good.
0: Yeah, and then we've got Rafi and seven of nine. So uh and there was there's uh, a panel featuring Patrick Stewart, Gates McFadden, Alex Kirkman, Rod Roddenberry, and was run moderated by Leah Thompson. So who was the director of Picard? So uh, it's uh, there's no official details for the plot, but it's a confirmed release date of 2023, but it could arrive as early as February. But so there's not a, we know it's coming in 2023, but hmm. they're not for sure yet. Um, and so uh, that is kind of where they're, they've, 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 they so they're, they're keeping it pretty tight lip right now. But, um, uh, I'll I'll say there's no details of the script. We do know Brett Spiner's gonna be involved, but he gets no poster. So his character is not gonna be data, it's not gonna be soon, it's gonna be something different. So we do know that he still is involved, but I wonder uh,
1: I wonder what, I wonder what character
0: he's gonna play. Yeah. So he's, he, the whole purpose is he's his character is intended to be secret. So they're not they're trying to keep it on the routes for that. So secret right character. now it's twenty twenty three. Oh, wait,
1: wait, wait a minute. Might he, might he be lore or B4?
0: Well, they talked about that, I think, in an article, and they said no. because Remember, he said he could be... The guy was like... Yeah. He, he, he could be a third character. He says he, he couldn't be a Soong or, a, or, a, um, or B4, so... Really? Maybe somebody different. Yeah, a while back, we talked about that, and so... Uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know. It's one of those things where we'll have to um, uh, wait and see uh, what they do with it. So... Uh, you know, final season. This and of course this is the final season. They're not doing any more after this. So, triple yeah. D, final season of Picard. Yeah, I mean, with with all this hype already, uh, um, are you like expecting a lot from this, or or what are you thinking?
1: I'm expecting a lot. I am. I'm ex- listen. This is the final season of Picard. This is it for Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, they better do this right. It, it better be like the last three episodes of the card, the entire season. I got listen, man. My the bar is set high. Strange yeah. New Worlds set the bar high for every single series now. Can you get up to Strange New Worlds level? They better go to Strange New Worlds level. You're bringing in the original casting from Next Generation to send it off. If because because if it isn't. Then you taking a proverbial shit in the fucking punch bowl. Yeah. So, my expectations are high, extremely yeah.
0: high. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, you brought back the TNG cast. Everybody looks great. You're building something. I mean, this is huge. You know, honestly, um, outside of TOS, you're getting you're, you're getting probably the favorite, one of the most the favorite crews. Yeah. together you know and it's it's man you you got to you got to you, you, you gotta, gotta to do up. this right and you gotta it's do it right
1: got it it's gotta be like star trek six yeah where you sent off the fun it's gotta be that good it has to be that good because exactly. if, because if it isn't then you've done you've done all the all the time that those actors put in you have not done it right you have not and done them right you've done them
0: a disservice and the yes. fans Big time. So, so it's a, it's important, I think, that they do it right. They end it well. And, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's that can be a big thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I do know that some people have talked about, um, you know, they don't like Kurtzman. There's a, I, I was reading about there is um petition to re, re, replace Kurtzman. Uh, let me see. Uh,
1: Alex. Well, I don't know. I mean, Kurtzman kind of spearheaded the, uh, spearheaded Strange New Worlds, spearheaded, uh, um, Lower decks. He 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 gave the okay to both of those series.
0: I don't know why. I don't know why you'd want to remove him. They say they want to remove him for Seth MacFarlane because oh uh, because of the Orville and oh. how well it's doing and everything along those lines. So, uh mm. but yeah, you know, let's be honest. uh Kurtzman has done a lot for the franchise. I'm not going to lie. Okay. To
1: you. Yeah. No, he has done a lot for the franchise. So you no, know, let's. You know,
0: come on. Let's tap the brakes here, guys. You know, again, also,
1: also, also, too. Paramount Plus doesn't have enough money to give Denise Crosby a freaking, you know, commander set of Star Trek The Next Generation. Do you think they're going to shell the money off for Seth MacFarlane? I mean, come on. No, no.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things where, um, I, I mean, he's done a lot. I mean, heck, we're even, I mean, we're going to talk about it. There's, there's talk about, you know, Star Trek 4 still. So, um, you know which we'll get to here, but but which, before we do that, yeah. But know. here's the
1: thing, though: Kurtzman had a hand in that Kelvin timeline. He was one of the writers for the for the Kelvin timeline movies, right? For the Kelvin timeline movie, so and everyone loved the Kelvin timeline movies. Yeah. So, I guys, come on, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. It was Discovery Full season roll. four? Was Discovery season four? Was it bad? Yeah, it was fucking bad. Okay, but. You know every you know and 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 everyone's like oh, discovery this discovery. I thought the first season discovery were good. Uh, Picard yes Picard was, the first season was not that good. Second season was a little bit better. Hopefully the third season they fucking get it right and give a great send off. Lower decks was a fucking
0: hit. Yeah,
1: Prodigy was good, and Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds awesome awesome awesome
0: lower decks awesome yeah awesome you know i mean you know i mean let's be honest it's it's been a it's been solid you know i mean yeah 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 you know know, i mean you're gonna have some you know parts of church and things like that but for the most part it's been a solid world building thing that he's been doing and so let him continue the path he's going and i think you know he'll continue to do so it's a good path Um, i think i I mean he really he really does and the fact that now, some of these things are going to be merging with TV shows and, and movies and, and things along those lines. It only is going to get better. So, yes. um, really, guys, tap the brakes a little bit. Let's let Kurtzman do his thing. Mm-hmm. All he needs, really, if he wants to save everything, make Lance Archer a Klingon. That's it. That's all he's got to do. Can you we know? Can
1: we make Lance a fucking Klingon, please? Please, for the love of God.
0: Also, Lance Archer for Klingon. Also,
1: too, I sent you another three memes i saw that Do you, you, you see the shatner one where it's like yeah. sky's like yeah captain over again the viewer is porn and then shatner's like can, can you sharpen, you sharpen, the, sharpen the image and then like yeah. the look it's like that's something that you know that shatner would say oh
0: yeah 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 totally totally so but you know we're still getting news from the San Diego comic-con um we do know season three of lower decks is hitting uh it'll be august 25th they have released the full official trailer. Uh, if you want to go check that out on YouTube, it is there. It looks amazing. Um, just a lot of fun. They're taking in the Search for Spock type thing. Um, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the posters uh, are awesome. Our search Blimler, for Spock, yeah. uh, the They have the three in the background as a Star Trek Lower Decks 3, but they have, they're they <laughs> taking off of the Search for Spock. You've got, uh, you've got Blimler, you've got... Mariner, Rutherford, and you've got Tindy all have their own one. Each one with the with a different ship. So, Blimlers is a Romulan DeVore. Um, uh, Mariners is, I can't quite tell. I want, I want to say it's a Ferengi, but it doesn't look like it. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. Rutherford is definitely a Ferengi Marauder. I can't tell what Mariners is. And then Tindy's the is a Marauder. Romulan Warbird. Romu yeah anymore, so uh to it's, it's definitely there's gonna be some cameos and there's gonna be all kinds of things uh uh yeah. so uh there is uh but there's also gonna be uh, uh they're pulling stuff from all over things but it says um uh mike mcmahon who is a part of the show introduces k ranch who's a new alien inspired from Tosk mm-hmm. from deep space nine um uh, mcmahon says the lower decks artist who designed K-Ranch wanted to make a cool, badass-looking alien that also fits into the funny look of uh, Lower Decks. That also kind of looks like it fits into Star Trek, but also using animation. I love that we can have Romulans and we can have Endorians, but then we can have these uh, Chromesopoids and that are all inhibiting in the same inhabiting in the same supports Yeah, so this picture Good of this Lord. thing. Dude, you should see the picture of this thing, it's hilarious. It's Bloomer being chased by this massive looking <laughs> like thing. And he's got all these oh, weapons okay. attached to him. How long? Yeah.
1: Go, go ahead. Go ahead, bro.
0: No. And like he's got like a Predator type knife on one hand. He's got a claw, got a tail, and he's got all these spears, swords, and stuff behind him. And dude, it's the ultimate
1: killing machine. Yeah,
0: you know, chasing Blitler, of all people. Oh, you know. Yeah.
1: Can we can Can we say this that Rebecca Romaine and Jack Quaid are fucking
0: just are just gray? Yes, yeah. they are. Aren't know? they
1: together too? They're 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 dating. Right? No,
0: no. Rebecca Romaine is married to uh, shit. What's his name? Uh, Jerry, the guy from Sliders. Oh, they've been married for a while.
1: Oh, okay, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Jack Quaid is the son of Randy Quaid, uh, yeah, yeah. Or no, Dennis Quaid. I mean, Dennis Quaid, sorry, Dennis Quaid, yes. yeah, he's he's son of Dennis Quaid. Um, so that's you know, and he's on you know, he's on the boys and then he's on lower decks, and so, um, as as Wimler, so it's it's very cool to, to see what they're going to be doing, and their calling is going to be. Be a game. game. So, um, we're looking, I'm looking forward to seeing what Lower Decks is going to do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, it's it's definitely something to look forward to. I know you love Lower Decks. I love Lower Decks. You know, yeah. August 25th, that's the first thing I'm going to be doing, I'll be pulling up Lower Decks to go. Yep. Same Let's here. go, dude. Let's do it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not watching Lower Decks, what's wrong with you? Yeah, no, go wrong with you go watch. Go watch Lower Decks. It's have the. I mean, 30 minutes.
1: Lower decks, yes.
0: Now, speaking of lower decks, get this strange new worlds to cross yes, over with lower. Yes, decks yes,
1: I read that. What I mean, and you want to get rid of Alex Kurtzman, really?
0: I know, right? Yeah, Come so uh, as a matter of fact, it said, uh, Paramount Plus announced to, they're going to have a major card during it actually. What happened was the Strange New World star Anson Mount revealed the news when Lower yeah. Deck stars Tawny Newsome and Jack Quake crashed his portion of the Star Trek Universe panel at the Comic Con. So uh it's with like the Hurro's there, Anson Mount, Paul Wesley, and um uh Ethan Peck, and mm-hmm. according to Paramount Plus, the special crossover episode will feature both live action and animation. Oh, uh, fans can expect to see Anson oh, yeah. Marinette Becker voiced by Tony Newsom and Anson Brad Bloomer. Voiced by Jack Quaid from Lord X, joined the USS Enterprise in season two of Strange New Worlds. As a special chart bonus, the episode is directed by TG legend Jonathan Frakes.
1: Wow! See, so you know it's going to be fucking good because Jonathan Frakes oh, yeah. is directing it. He so, does great stuff. I, I mean, guys, I really can't say anything. It's just uh, I know, right? It's like it's it's. it's you got yeah. the two best series crossing over with each other. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, there's gonna be seriousness. You know, there's gonna be hilarious hijinks as well. Oh and yeah, it's directed by Jonathan Frakes. That's yeah. all. And, That's and, it. And,
0: and live action put together, and it's it's all together. You know what I mean? And, and, and directed by Jonathan Frakes. Um, they don't. Paramount Plus was not ready to share any vi- images or video from the crossover of season two, Strange New Worlds, but we know it's done. We know it's done because they They already wrapped. Well, remember, oh, we talked a couple weeks ago about they wrapped yeah, production. Yeah, baby. You know, and now they're in post-production. So we know it's done. They just haven't gotten to that point to where it's rendered to show anything yet. So season two of Strange New Worlds next year will have a crossover with Lower Decks and specifically with uh, Mariner and Lindler. That's awesome. So uh, I can't wait. That looks that if nothing else season two of strange new worlds just for that i I mean yeah let's go yeah let's go let's go let's fucking
1: go yeah let's fucking go
0: yeah and so this is the latest i've gotten as of today um uh as of today so this is the last story i've got because unless i refresh the page and they posted something else but Right now, this last story: Chris Pine still waiting to find out what's up with Star Trek Four. His salary is reported at thirteen million dollars. That's so, a good
1: payday. Yeah, you know, listen, I, I, I will say this: I know a lot of people talk about actors and acting. It's like, oh, it's so easy, it's so easy. In all reality, it's not easy. Mm-mm. It's not. It's really, it really is a fucking grind mentally yeah. because you know. You know, you could be on this, you could be filming for what, for 18 hours straight, no breaks, you know? So to everyone there, I know everyone's like, well, I work nine to five. Yeah, but you get an hour lunch. You, you know, you get the chance to leave at five. You don't stay. They could start at 9 a.m., but if they can't get the filming done until like midnight or one o'clock, they're still there. So yep. it's a that's a grueling learning lines, schedule. knowing where
0: you're to stand. You yeah. got to know where to stand for lighting. You got to know your lines, and this scene, I'm doing this yeah. I'm doing what, and, got, and then think yeah. about if you have to know all the science stuff on top of all that, or yes, yes. I yes. mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, then it, you, you wonder
1: why they do so much. You wonder why they do they they, they do so much cocaine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, cocaine. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine's I mean, a hell of
1: a drug. You know, yeah, I mean, it's, so,
0: but it's it's serious business, man. I mean, yeah, so it, it's, you know, yeah. we. But honestly, we're five months since Paramount uh, dramatically announced they were moving forward with the fourth film, the Kelvin Universe. So it's been five months now since we talked about it, and they first announced that, um, which turned out to be a bit of a surprise to the cast. Over these last few months, the cast has continually spoken about how they're excited about getting back together, but mm-hmm. some have expressed some skepticism about getting it done in time for the December twenty twenty three date scheduled by Paramount. Yeah. So, the latest update uh, this is the latest from Chris Pine. Uh, as you know, Paramount is doing another movie with him called Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, which I'm Dun- stoked for. Dungeons and
1: Dragons.
0: I love it. I fucking love I play D D. I I love it. Looks great. Nerd. I'm so stoked about it. I do. It looks great. Nerd. I, I am a nerd and I'm proud of oh, it. I know. Guess what? So am I. So it looks so fucking I. awesome. And Chris Pine does a great job. Oh, my God. Uh, in the role. Chris- from- Everything I've seen, he looks great. Chris so, Pine
1: does good in everything that he does. He
0: does. So um, So when they were there, Deadline asked Pine about the Star Trek movie, and the actor repeated what he's been saying to others. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it other than in the news. And then when he was interested in playing Captain Kirk, he was positive. He says, yeah, of course. If it happens, I think all of us would come back. And so, uh, you know, he's, um, you know, it says the message about a lack of knowledge of what's going on, but being happy to return is a consistent theme for the cast. It's February announcement. A couple weeks ago, Pine told extra TV star Trek. I would love to come back. We're all looking forward to it. I don't know much about the other, the script out there, but I do. I don't know much other than I'm very excited to come back for star Trek. Um, It says earlier this year, he did reveal that he met with Matt Shakeman, uh, whom producer JJ Abrams tapped to helm the film. And he's also that he's talked to executive Paramount about Setting a reasonable expectation extolling them not to shoot for the Marvel Level Billion Dollar Box Office. And, but that we don't is,
1: need Yeah, we don't need that.
0: Yeah. Um, so it says uh four years ago when Paramount was in worse financial shape. Um he reportedly was gonna sign um, a few days ago, right reported that the salaries, is the number of the top stars being paid. The current fund project Pine was reported to sign for 13 million. Um and it fizzled out after salary and renegotiations broke down with Pine. <clears throat> the project also just said to have Chris Hemsworth play George T. Kirk. Yeah, but he also balked during the negotiations. May, which may be one of the best, as Variety reports, Hemsworth is said to get twenty million for his next project, which is Extraction Two from, uh, which is a Netflix film. So damn, um, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, you know, you had these people locked up, you know, before before yeah. they you they came bigger stars. Yeah, so. You know, it's... Probably should have done the movie then. Probably, but, you know, at the same time, too, you know, the fact that the cast wants to come back and do it says a lot. It, it just, you know, we're five months from when they denounced in February, and you and I have talked about this for a yes. while. We've been saying, look, all right, cool, we want to see this. Let's do, this. Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. But... Stop
1: fucking around, because... Yeah. You know, I mean, they took how long to make the, the, like the Ghostbusters afterlife, and Harold Raymonds passed away so they couldn't even it's like guys let's let's make this fucking movie let's go and let's just keep it going
0: right you know and that's 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 the really big thing um you know about it is that we want to make sure that we're getting the right track for what we're getting you know exactly. um and one oh we got one more story just refreshed here uh, as of oh, today man. last one for sure. Alex Kirchman reconfirms two new Star Trek series are in development. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. So, uh, of course, this is at uh, Comic-Con. You know, this is the Star Trek Universe panel and Star Trek uh, CDA or Comic-Con. And uh, a deaf fan through an interpreter mentioned how inspiring it was to have Bruce Horat Hemner represent the blind community on Strange New Worlds. Proposing um Kurtzman do the next thing and bring in a cast member who is deaf. Kurtman responded. It's that would be idea.
1: that that would be interesting to see. Yeah. Because,
0: and he responds yeah. uh with this, saying, It's a terrific idea, and it's definitely something that we will take into the next positive event two Star Trek shows that we are currently developing. So uh that uh he he promises that that hint of coming in response to a fan mentioned how impressed she was with the robust female characters um, and uh, that and asked if there could be a spinoff with a female captain, possibly led by Jerry Ryan or Keith Smith-Adden. Kirsten responded, first of all, uh, I, I'll i say anything's possible, and I'll say without revealing too much. You can certainly expect to see more Star Trek shows with female leads. So... I'm, um, hey,
1: I'm okay with it. As, yeah. long, as long as it's written... As long as it's written well and there's no like man hating in it, I'm okay with. Right, and because
0: I and mean, jokingly, like, yeah, yeah, yeah it'll I mean, be good. Yeah, it'll be, I, good. it'll be good. Yeah, I mean, it'll be good.
1: We all love fucking Janeway from like Voyager.
0: Yeah, it'll be fine. And they and I mean, uh, Sydney Martin Green has done a great job. For oh the most yeah, part. yeah, you know absolutely. I like her. Oh, um, I love Sydney Martin. Yeah, yeah. Gates McFadden was on the panel. And she jokingly said, "Hey, sweet, I don't know how to drive a ship. Remember that, you know." um uh, as they were talking she
1: took that battle bitch training and battle bridge training in next generation that was that was troy that
0: wasn't wasn't uh oh was, was it that crusher troy? did she
1: do it yeah crusher did it remember too, troy yeah. had
0: to, troy had to do it no troy had to do it for sure because remember yeah. she was you know they were like they needed her to be able to yeah well, like, well I mean yeah, listen, listen
1: yeah well listen just like just like all female drivers when Troy took when Troy took the, the con <laughs> from like when the, when the one guy got alone, she took it over. Yeah, she drove the ship into it's 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 just oblivion. So, yeah,
0: there you go. Yeah, so, um, so what they could be, there's you know, um, the, the last uh, new Star Trek series to be announced by CBS was Strange New Worlds in the spring of 2020. But even before, they've already announced the development of a Discovery spinoff starring Michelle Yeoh. There I'm we go. On section 31. There's also been confirmation that's the
1: one. That's the one I want to see. Yeah. yeah. I want I want I, I need more Michelle Yao in, in, in
0: my life. Yeah. Yeah, we need that. Um, but it says there's also talks uh a confirmation that like Starfleet Academy show is in the works. Okay, and like there's too. maybe more spin offs with female leads, like Jerry Ryan has made it clear she would come uh welcome a chance for a Picard spin off with Seven and Rafi. Yeah. And, and of course we we've, we've talked about before uh Kate Munger has been dropping some hints about a return to live action so um we see a lot of those things um that we we're, we're we're hearing about uh, but then when asked how much trek is paramount plus one maintaining the current level of trek content with five series delivering a total of around 50 episodes a year may not be given Wall Street pressure is forcing a revaluation on some of the big spending Uh, seen in recent years by major studios uh, who fought to establish a presence within their own streaming services. Paramount has already acknowledged some shift in strategy, changing their earlier promise of a new movie every week on Paramount Plus to every other week. Um, Kurtzman appears to optimistic telling Trek Movie in May, I think Paramount Plus is committed to having as many shows as makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't think they will put a number to it. They've just said, let's do great shows. So as many as we can give them with, uh, that they're excited about, I think that's what we'll get away with. Yeah. So, um based on the new comments from Star Trek from, from Comic Con, it like Kevin is still moving forward with creating more Star Trek for Paramount Plus. So, keeping that idea of five shows in production because the card drops off. We know Prodigy, as you, we've we've just found out, they had Prodigy got a shelf life. Yeah, they've got four seasons. Uh we remember I think Kirsten talked about eight to ten seasons for Discovery. Discovery uh yeah. Strange New Worlds, you know, if we're gonna keep the timeline of every year for that ship, you know, and then that would mean seven years for Strange seven New years, Worlds. Yeah. Seven you know, seasons. because that's that's the end for Pike is in yeah. seven years. So um Which which yeah. don't get me
1: wrong. I love seven seven seasons of uh Strange New Worlds.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, it'd be great, it'd be ten awesome. episodes a piece. Uh, Lower decks. The question is, I mean, could you? I mean, you can, that could you go.
1: that can go on for like 30 30 seasons.
0: Yeah, that could be the Simpsons of Star Trek.
1: You know, yeah. I mean, literally,
0: literally, literally. I mean, you got young yeah. actors who are voicing the people. Um, they don't have to age. You don't. I mean, they have you can do all kinds of stuff. You can pull all kinds of things. It's crazy, like what you could do. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think you know. I think it sounds like though that Kurtzman and them want to have four to five shows on their pocket, ready to go at for a nice year. Because I mean, think about it. Wise. That's five. So you have basically they would give you two weeks off of production Mm -hmm. if if you really wanted to stop and think about of your shows airing. Obviously, it's longer right now because some shows overlapped. You know, yeah. and some seasons overlap with that with shows and things like that. But for the most part, 50 out of 52 weeks, you have Star Trek, you know, yeah, uh, programming on your streaming services, which Star is Trek awesome. Out there. That's awesome. You have you know, I mean, Star you, Trek yeah, every you have almost a full year of Star Trek. Trek, yeah, that would be cool. And then you're going to bring in season, you know, the uh, number four on the Kelvin Timeline movie at some point next year. I mean, guys, right now. Right now
1: think, is the best time to be a Star Trek fan. Yeah,
0: and if nothing else, San Diego Comic-Con confirmed, it is a great time to be a Star Trek fan with all stuff coming out. I mean, um, it is incredible the fact that, you know, Kurtzman is talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to get, you know, maybe two more shows, and, um, you know, we'll do this, that, and the other. I Look, right now, those of you, earlier we talked about, you know, there's a petition to replace Kurtzman with um, with Seth MacFarlane. Guys, time the brace. break. Look, he's um, doing a great job. I mean, we're is. getting we we have five shows in production right now. He's talking about adding two more, even though we lose one. That'd be six. Yeah, that'd be six shows in production with all kinds of diverse characters and, and yes,
1: yes, yes, you know, guys, guys, just everybody calm the fuck down. Yeah, okay. If not for Alex, I mean. I mean, really, I mean, like Paramount Plus basically told Kurtzman, here you go. Here's here's yep. here's Discovery. Make it work. If it doesn't work, then we're done with Star Trek. Right.
2: Okay.
1: He made it work. So I mean, let's let's see what happens. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, he's you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've kind of railed on him a couple times for him not putting Lance Archer there, and for season four of Discovery. But in the end, he's he's made a lot of hits and mm-hmm. you know what? If he want if if he's committed and if he's, if he's committed to make more Star Trek series, then you know what? Let's keep him out. Let's see what he can do. You know, that's you it. Don't just realize, you know what I
0: just realized? You know, I just realized we have old War from Picard, right? Mm-hmm. We know that he was ambassador. For the Federation to the Klingon homeworld, yes, right. Mm-hmm. So therefore, technically, if he traveled, he would have to have at least a Klingon bodyguard, right?
1: Yes.
0: How the fuck could you not put Archer have as Lance a Archer?
1: You gotta have Lance Archer as a bodyguard.
0: Six eight two hundred seventy five piece of just man meat.
1: Man meat,
0: just right there, looming over Ambassador yep. Spock as he protects him. in... You
1: know, yeah, yeah.
0: Writes itself right there. Curse man. does right there. We want Archer as We want Klingon. Lance Archer. We want Lance Archer. To yeah, clear. that. I mean, could you imagine if we actually got that? that My God, dude, dude. I think that would be Lance,
1: the- Lance. Lance. Lance would come on the show every single week.
0: Oh, I would. We'd be like, dude, you got. You got to talk to us. What's up? Mm-hmm. Tell us what's going on. Uh, how cool is it to be a Klingon on Star how Trek? How
1: cool is it to be a Klingon to be a Star Trek? Yeah. You know, it's like how was how was the experience? yeah Yeah, you know
0: it's it's great well uh let's see we're at hour 53
1: good lord we give them a lot today john there's
0: a lot today there's a lot of news there's a lot of stuff we also we
1: also gave them 30 minutes of card talk as well (laughs) we did
0: we did have 30 minutes of card talk so uh but we're not done yet ladies and gentlemen we have not forgotten no it is time for our favorite segment yes it is (laughs) Newest favorite segment that came out. Newest
1: favorite segment that came out.
0: (laughs) (coughs) So right now we're going to play our music right here. of the week which Track is it is my turn this week all right john uh, what do you recommend john so i'm gonna be honest with you guys right now it's 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 there's yeah, i get stuff coming out from kenny comic-con this week
1: hold on for a second john you were kind of breaking up a little bit there buddy
0: was i okay yeah am i good now
1: yeah you, you're good now brother
0: okay all right. So uh, I drink from a fire hose of not of just information this week, um, especially the last four days yeah, you did. Uh, with Comic-Con. So if, if I am actually going to uh, recommend this website where I got most of my news from, where I get most of my news from, they have been really good. They're pretty down the middle. They don't. You know, do anything, they just report what it is. It's trekmovie.com. Oh, yeah, Trek, um, yeah. They, they do, they have a lot of really great stuff um, that they talk about. They cover, I mean, they cover some um, Orville, They but they cover a lot Mostly of Star like, Trek stuff Trek, yeah. and they cover it really, really well. And I mean, a lot of times you'll see stuff from here that are on other websites. So um, I find that they're, they, they aggregate the best stories. And everything along those lines, they're up to date. They're really sharp with everything. So uh, if you can and you want like the latest on news and toys and things that are coming out and you yeah. want to be in the know, um, honestly... I recommend Trekmovie.com. That's the
1: reason why I don't go to Trekmovie.com because I'm gonna see what they have for sale for toys and stuff.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but they're they're your your one-stop shop for news and everything that mm-hmm. that trek does. I mean, they do a great job. They have a podcast, it's called the All Access Star Trek Podcast. Oh, really? They also Shuttle Pod Podcast. Oh, nice. Uh, um, they have archive of books, comics, and conventions. Uh CBS mm-hmm. Star Trek Universe, Discovery Lower Deck Card, where you're looking at those kind of stuff. You can look at things about Star Trek the movie, the stories, the Orville Trek remastered, mm-hmm. um, TOS and TNG remastered. You can look at stuff about that, and then you can look about the, the stuff. And there's even a chat function where you can talk to different people. Wow! So um, we... you know, it's, mm. it's 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 a great website. They do a yeah, lot. No, yeah, you know, it's an awesome website. And then, and their 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 Twitter feed is very very active too. So, um, which is trekmovie.com, you know, on Twitter as well. So, um, you know, with, with there, they just, they, that's where some of their stories are coming from, you know? So it's at Trek movie, which is uh, on Twitter. Um, and so if you want to get a heads up on what's happening, but then they do, uh, fun things like, uh, they say happy birthday to Chris Sarandon who guest starred on DS9's rivals, <laughs> but he was also Humperdinck on, uh, Princess Bride, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, so it, there's there's a lot of things they, they do. Um, oh, uh, they show right here um, the Star Trek Lord S-Cast. Remember how the Wrath of Pecan Ice Cream Truck? They're yes. all there. They're there at the Wrath of Pecan Ice Cream Truck, and they served oh, up awesome. ice cream sandwiches to people. Uh, oh wow! There. Yeah, so that was on their the Trek uh, at Trek Movie Feed. So uh, they they're a great website. A lot of a lot of good stuff. So if you want to be in the know. For Star Trek, go to trekmovie.com. They they're they're great. They 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 save my beacon a ton when it comes to news, so I don't have to get in
1: them. the know. Get yeah. in the know. Go to yeah. trekmovie.com.
0: Because I mean I you could get lost, like, you know, there's bleeding cool and these all these places. And it's almost like they aggregate everything and pull mm-hmm. it together. So it's easier for me to keep track of the news yeah. stories. And I'm not going back, shit, I saw that news story. Where did I find it? Where was it? Exactly, now, yeah. Half the time I send it to you for that reason. Yeah, you do. It's yeah, like, you do. Yeah. It's like it's almost like so I can know. Oh shit, I could pull that up so we can remember to talk yeah. about it. It's, yeah. it's not that I really want you to know about it. It's just more like it's it's kind of I use it as my saving this news story <laughs> for this thing. Half I know the time. I know. Yeah. I you know, it's on funny, I read, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, that's that's, that's what you would do. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I would. So, totally but, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. we're yeah. done. But that's our show <laughs> for today. If you want to, if you want to be a part of the show, you need to email us. Email us at you know you need to email us at theacademyhmg at yahoo.com. You can message us on Twitter at theacademyhmg or on Facebook. Type in the at symbol and hit academyhmg. Mm-hmm. All those places you'll get us. You'll get your information into us. He'll tell us what's going on, and we want to hear from you. We want to hear topics. Um, we want to hear all kinds of things. Uh, UTT Rob again. We want to shout out to you because you 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 brought up some stuff the last time that was really really good. We look forward to that. Hopefully, you guys will you know bring us more information, more things that we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you know maybe help us join uh, to uh, make Lance Archer. As a matter of fact, I'm going to Twitter right now on the Academy. Twitter page and we're and gonna say gonna tweet
1: make, at Alex Kurtzman.
0: Yeah, at Alex Nancy Kurtzman. Uh, I wonder.
1: I I just wonder how many hate tweets he
0: gets a day. I don't even know which one is him. His like official Twitter. So maybe I'll does just tag it. it. Does he get the it. blue check mark? Uh, let's see. I don't know. I typed in Alex Kurtzman. If they got that blue check mark, you know it ain't true. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, there's only three, and then i, I was gonna hashtag it. Um, right, hashtag you
1: it. are fake news. <laughs> uh,
0: it's man, uh, uh, fake. Of course, we're gonna catch Lance. Uh, Lance, the murder hot monster. Lance Archer. Uh, a, Klingon, on. hang on in. A Star Trek series. Six uh, foot, eight inch 207. monster. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm going to put this weight, you know, people. It's made eight. Murder. Murder. Hawk <laughs> monster as a. Hang on. It writes itself.
1: It does write itself. That's, That's the crazy thing about everyone.
0: Uh, so then we're going to hashtag it. Make Lance a Klingon. A Klingon. So, so, that, so if you want to join in and tweet it out, Kurtzman, and, and, and help make Lance a Klingon, jump on that hashtag, make Lance a Klingon, and yeah. we are going to... Um, I'll try to a weekly... Weekly tweeted Alex Kurtzman to make Lance a Klingon. So, uh, but that's how you you hit the show up. You tell us what yeah. you want to hear. Uh, James MacGyver, we did one of his topics a few yeah, weeks ago. We did, yeah. Um, talking about cars and comparing classic cars to Star Trek ships, which is a great topic. You know, we both love cars. As mm-hmm. evidence today, we talked car about car talk. Remember, uh, we had, uh, have you seen some of the Star Trek car talk like, type things? Their memes on Facebook? Oh really? There are. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like it's Martok. You're
1: right? on Talk with Martok. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: yeah. So those are great. It made me think about that. yeah. But yeah so we've really done good. that. So if you've got some interesting, you know, uh, topics you want to cover for the show, let us know, man. We wanna we wanna hear from you. And if we like it, we'll do it. If we don't, guess what? We won't do it because it's still our Fuck show. It. Damn it! It's
1: our, it's our fucking show. It's fucking still our show. It.
0: But we love you guys. Uh, yeah, as, yeah, we do. As we do. Um, so. All of us triple D. Uh I, Do you want me to do my stuff and then I'll give you your stuff, or what do you want to do? I'll do say this: John.
1: You just want you just want to close it, John.
0: Let's just close it. Just close the show. Guess dude. what?
1: Guess what? We've said how many times we're to find us. So so, guess what? If you weren't listening the first time, too fucking bad. We're not gonna say it the second time.
0: Oh, too bad.
1: Too bad. Not gonna. But guys, listen. You know. Follow us, Academy HMG, follow us at, at Academy social medias. You know our names, you know where where to find us. You know what John does. You know if you got issues, contact John. He can help you out. Okay. So but on that, let's wrap it up to everyone out there, to all the fans out there. We're we're excited for where Star Trek's gonna go in the next year. I know everyone else is to say where Star Trek is going next year. So to everyone out there, to all the Star Trek fans, and to Alex Kurtzman, and to all the people who are producing these Star Trek shows and the movies, live long and prosper, and we'll be back next week with more Trek talk and maybe a little bit of more car talk. Okay, later, guys. <laughs>